What up, fam? This is HUD Wednesday nights. Hit the like, hit the subscribe. Come join us talking Eagles, Bucks. It's playoff time. Are we advancing? We'll find out. Let's go. Welcome in, everybody. This is H2D Wednesday nights only on H2D Radio. Every Wednesday, we are brought to you by our good friends over at Royal Billiard, the premier game room store to Delaware about. Listen, they're stocked with everything for your game room. Go check them out. The showroom's incredible. 515 Bethlehem Pike, Colmar, PA. And listen, you get a little hot tub in you, which I'm going to need because I got, for everybody out there, I, I, I see everybody in the comments. I don't usually get right into the comments when we come into a show, but everybody's like, oh, I see Josh. They're not professionals. Like, Josh. See, this is what happens when you get ahead of yourselves, right? Like, no stream. We're here, babe. We show up, all right? We're always here. So don't worry. Don't worry about us showing up. I got smoke from behind coming home. My back's on fire. Tom's here, ain't he? Ain't he? So don't request. I don't care. It's playoff week. You're going to question my fanhood? You got to take things in. You got to destroy my car. I want to sprint it home, all right? A guy went through the back of my car. I got to traverse. You just don't go through that with a, with a little baby car. Through it, okay? So I'm here, ain't I? So everybody act with not, not professional. I never claim to be professional. I just claim to know my shit. Big difference. You know what I mean? That's all I ever claim. All right, here we go. We got Greg. Luke. Luke is now joining us on A2D Wednesday nights moving forward. So we're excited to have Luke on and the Cromer, Tom, who got hit from behind again. And if I mentioned my back is in a lot of pain, I want to mention it again <laughs> because it is. And I'm just running off pure adrenaline. So, Josh, we appreciate you. I can't. Sixers Hawks post game thoughts on that. I can tell you right now. No, Joe on beat. I don't have thoughts. Okay. Because it's, it's, a, it's a lottery team. Make sense? Without the big fellow, it's a lottery team. So let's just let's just call that what it is. But we'll talk about Sixers later on the show. NFL wild card weekend preview. We got game Saturday. We got game Sunday. And of course, the National Football League put us to get embarrassed. <laughs> on Monday night in front of the world. And that's going to be our main topic at hand. Eagles, Bucks, embarrassment now. Eagles, Bucks, preview and predictions is our main topic. Ties in right into our poll question. That's brought to you by Baggio's Bread. Located in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. Home of the best stuffed bread. Tomato pies, sandwiches, cutlets, meatballs. You mentioned HUD Radio, you get 10% off. Our poll, just for Josh tonight. You know what I mean? Just for, just for Josh. So... The Philadelphia Eagles will survive the first round of the playoffs. Do you agree or disagree? Let us know. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter. That's where we're live. Everywhere you get your podcasts, we're there as well. Everywhere. Hit the like, subscribe, follow, join the conversation. Tell your boys to tell their boys a little bit about real talk. Okay. So here we go. Sunday night was not a good – it was a great show and agree, disagree, right? Because I feel like the, yeah. the family the family likes train wrecks sometimes. You know what I mean? We were, we were a train wreck. Family likes a good train wreck. So Sunday night, Sunday night, how do you pick them? That's the conversation. How, after you watch the team for six weeks, almost get worse. <laughs> I think they got worse. 
How do you then turn around and say that for the Philadelphia Eagles that they are they are good enough to beat anybody? <laughs> like how? How? You guys know me out there in the chat. You guys know me on the show. I so badly want to say by Wednesday, you know what? I'm flipping around here. We're going to go down there and beat them. We're talking about a defense that is our that's our biggest Achilles heel is when teams pressure. I mean, Jalen couldn't pick up a, a blitz package to save his life, right? In terms of reading, but it, whatever. You can't say anything bad. I get it. All right. But I, I, I could use you because it's like, sorry, look, like 101. Yeah, I got, I got if I'm teaching a high school quarterback, throw at the blitz, right? Like if I'm teaching a high school goddamn quarterback, throw at the blitz. We want to throw at the blitz. What do we do? We don't want to, we don't want to jump the gun on everything. Throw at the blitz. 101. Common sense, QB factory stuff that this QB factory doesn't seem to want to enlighten their quarterback or their play calls or any of that stuff when blitzes come. So, again, this ain't just Jalen. This is terrible all around. It's been disgusting all around for this football team. So, anybody in there in the comments that feels like the Eagles are going to win, we want to hear from you tonight. And I don't think we want to hear from you. We need to hear why. <laughs> and it might be a long explanation. And we understand we're here for it because we may need it tonight. Because I disagree. I disagree. The Eagles aren't surviving nothing. And if they do, good. Prove me wrong. Because you're in prove it mode. I'm not going to sit up here with damn pom-poms, right, and a little cute cheerleader outfit for everybody with a bad back right now. Because I, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to dance. So I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I love this football team. Right? I, nobody takes Eagles' losses worse than me. I can only speak for me. Everybody else takes them bad, too. Right? But if you've been grounded when you were younger over a loss, that's some real shit. <laughs> that's why I was. Okay? Two weeks. Chris Bonia. For Tommy Hutton. Going to get it down versus Dallas. I lost my mind. I always pick the Eagles to win. Not this week. So, it's prove it time. Wow. Prove time. I I, I completely. Wow. I, I I can see how they can win, right? I, I I got eyeballs. I can see how they can win. It's the NFL. They can absolutely go win this game. They are not winning this game. They're not. I have no confidence. I have no confidence in anything this team has done. Nothing. So your time. The only thing that I can hang my hat on. I'll leave you with this. The only thing you can hang your hat on is a little light switch up. Little light switch. Up. Let me turn that light on. From everybody in the organization, come playoff time. Does your two hundred and fifty-five million dollar quarterback? Does he have the it factor? We're gonna find out Monday night. Because that—that's it. It's a, there's no like if he does, you get your roses, <laughs> right? It's how this works here. It's how this works. You are you are the face of our organization. You got to come on and carry, baby. You got to come out of tunnel with the Superman on. Right, and you got to lead us. You got to lead us to a win. What have we always talked about? He's a winner. He's a leader. Then go win. Then go win, and nobody can say a word. You win 15, 12, Ain't nobody can say a word. You you survive in advance. You find a lot about a football team Monday night and a quarterback. That's all. My times. My times done here. They're losing. Yeah, no, I'm 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 right with you. I'm at the point now where 
I think I think expectations tapering the expectations a little bit might make any kind of a win enjoyable or any kind of a, a positive performance. Because I'll be honest, I I, I just I, there's no way I can come into this game and feel optimistic about anything. I mean, you look at the last and and even the game they won. You look at the last like five or six weeks, particularly, and 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 really it's been all season. It has been an uphill battle. And we've given way, way, way too much loose rope. We've given way more benefit of the doubt. Um, so, you know, and we don't even know, we assume, but we don't know who's going to be healthy coming into this game at this point. There's so many people that have been hurt, particularly on the offensive side of the football. You hope, you hope that you have the opportunity to come in here with, you know, at least a, a close to, uh, you know, a full, full chamber full. But I just don't know what we're going to look at here. I don't have any comments on the coaching staff. The fact that Matt Patricia wasn't fired at halftime of the last game is insane to me at this point. And But here we are. You know, we're coming in and, and we're, you know, the first team to go 10-1 and one and not win a division, not win 12 games, not even a division, not win 12 games. That gives me every reason to not be optimistic at this point. I don't believe in the coaching staff. Um, I do believe in Nick. I don't know about this season. Uh, Can I ask you why? Well, you know, because listen, I just don't think. No, by the way, not say I'm anti-Nick. I'm just curious right, right, right. Reason. No, I know you're not. Um, I, I'm willing to give the benefit of the doubt on one season because he has proven that his last two coordinators got head coaching jobs. So if you put the right guys in place, I, I think that. You know, I, I think he has. He, he's a really good coach. You know, I don't. I I just I, I just think it was really piss poor decisions, honestly, coming in. And Matt Patricia has has obviously not been the answer. And I think they're scuffling. It's a very vanilla offense. It's a very very vanilla defense. Everybody can see everything coming a mile away. Like we're all Tony Romo every week at this point, watching games, <laughs> predicting every play and every screen and every you know design run. We've all become Tony Romo when it comes to watching the Eagles games. Um, so I think, you know, with a reset button coordinator wise, I, I have, a, I still have belief in Nick. He's got, he had two guys get hired head coaches and took him to the Super Bowl. Next season, short leash. We'll talk about that down the road. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not very confident in this week. And I, I could see with the season Baker's had this season coming out and slinging it on us. There's a lot of weapons on that offense in Tampa. No. It's it's Slay playing? Mike Evans might have, I might have I, I think Is that loser playing. playing yet? Is that well, snake I, that loser? Is he playing yet? Well when I saw him last week he said that he he said it's I asked him. He said it seems like he's good to go. Who's that I, mean? As like as far as playoff time when the playoffs run, I think he's gonna play this week. All right. Yeah, you would go like for a meet and greet with him. Mm -hmm. That's all right. Mm -hmm. yeah. Somebody's got to go and get the intel for us. I mean, come on. What with, with intel? A photo? Would you get? A I photo asked shoot? him about his knee. You, he said he you got a hundred. You got two thousand photos in your photo. He album told right me now he was going to be good to go for the playoffs. I asked him. I said, "You're going to be good for the playoffs." He said, "Yeah." Now we're going to need him, even though even though <laughs> I think his his antics are loserish. Right? We're gonna we definitely could use him. We're not we're not anti anybody that can like deflect the ball. You Listen, know what I mean? Anybody, God, like maybe man up. Smoke down the field without him. 
Like you need you need all hands on deck. Even though it may not be, you know, the creme de la creme of of, of players out there, you need every bit of talent that you have possible at your disposal at this point. Okay, so he announced it himself. Everybody's saying I didn't see it on Twitter, so appreciate it. Um, glad he's playing. Now be a big play. Sorry, my dog's licking me over here. Now you just got to control your own handle. That's it. You know, it's, it's, I don't have time to look at it. Say it with some of these guys. You, at the end of the day, you're judged off of winning. You're judged off of performance. It's a big game for this football team. It's big to tell you who guys are. Huh. Trying to find out who guys are. Oh, I'll kind of bounce off of that. I I disagree. I think we're going to lose the game. And I think, and I talked about it last Monday, before the Giants game, and now you're looking at an even worse situation, obviously, with how embarrassing that was. To me, I think, I don't believe they will do it, but I think if they lose this game, I don't care by how much or anything like that, you know there's enough talent on your team to go have a deep playoff run, but you also know there's that you have a deep enough team to not collapse the way that you did. That's, I mean, it's embarrassing, and I'll tell you this right now. Like, people talk about NFL windows with their team when talking about keeping and firing coaches. Sometimes they act like NBA teams. Like, the NFL window for championships goes – if you're lucky, maybe four years. So you're talking about a team right now with a whole lot of assets, a whole lot of talent, young talent, whatever. Your window is four years. So I'm not wasting a year. I'm going to every single player on that team after this loss that we are, that we all see coming. I'm going to every single player on that team and saying, is this the guy? And I'm asking a million questions behind the scenes. Like I can't waste is a year. A guy? I can't afford to do that. Is it's the coach the guy? Or why are we focused on the, on the coaching co- staff? Well, why are we focused on that? Well, I just see a lot of the same personnel out there, and it fell off. Things that were working in the first half of the season aren't working. Like, that doesn't just well, happen. That well, doesn't just happen. It, it doesn't happen if your quarterback is playing in a nap. Well, no, I agree. Is it but at the position? I, think, I think a lot to do with that is how predictable everything is. A lot of it. It's it, I, ridiculous. I Everything. I think that's a combo in it, right? No, I but agree I, with you. But I, I also think there's another side of that, right? Like, and not like arguing. Like, I'm I'm in the middle of it, right, guys? You understand? I'm not one side or the other. What I'm saying, everybody, is yes. The the, the play designs and everything, and the calls at the right times, obviously impact the football game, right? But you know what else does? You know what elite does? Like I don't, I don't know how else to say. It. Like I, when I, when I, when I make a guy my, the face, of my work. This isn't shot to Jalen Hurts. These are the facts. People don't like the facts, but I'm, I'm delivering facts to people. If he does not play well, why are we automatically? That's on him. What? What? what it's on both. You're tied at the hip. So if Nick ain't good enough, then the quarterback ain't good enough. Because they've won games. So if they've gotten worse, and both of them then have gotten degressed, then who's it on? Who, 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 we, we get rid of Nick? If I get rid of Nick, Jalen can go with him. Mm. They, 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 they are, 
Listen, the matter when you guys are just giving this kid a pick. You talk, Carl, I'll again, leave you this. The, the key attributes that we talked about on draft night were leadership and winning, which he's done a, a lot of winning. Now you are judged off your playoff success. I'm not getting rid of Jalen Hurts. You understand? I'm, I'm making the point that, like, I'm, if they're in the playoffs every year, why are we getting rid of Nick and then keeping Jalen? Like, then we can keep both. Well, and you I see if it works. I look more at the reasons for why we're losing. And I get it. It could be on both. And I agree with you completely. But when you look at what the next step is and how to take advantage of the team that you have in the locker room, which is talent-wise, one of the best in the league. And to be honest with you, up there with every team we've had that's won a lot of games in the last however many years. So if you want to bring in somebody, th to me, that's like filling a hole in any sport. I don't get why you have to, you know, latch onto these coaches all the time. The players are very valuable old roster, though. That's what, but that's what bad organizations do. Bad organizations panic and, and they fire a coach after going to three straight playoff Agreed. appearances. Agreed. Yeah, right? That's what bad organizations do, right? I mean, when you look at the Chicago Bears right now, they made an actual good decision by bringing Everflus back because look at what they did down the thing. Now they have a huge decision. I'm not comparing us with the with the Bears, but they have a huge decision to make that we made last summer, or we made this past summer. And are they going to pay Justin Fields? Or are they going to go and draft Caleb Williams? Right, we paid our guy. Right, our guy's here. So now the worst thing for us to do is to trade or or to fire our head coach because we went to three straight playoffs. I'm not saying all it's all roses and and sunshines and and BJ's, right? But the worst thing for us to do is to try and restart. Who's out there? I mean, yes, there's some good names out there, but they're going to get scooped up by the time that we're done. So the, I think the worst thing for us to do is to continue to talk about Nick Sirianni not being here. Yeah, I, I don't I don't buy into, like, the Nick not being here stuff right now, right? Like, again, I think they both deserve another year, <laughs> right? When you talk about Jalen and Nick, like, they both deserve another year, and then we can judge it off the next year if things change. Now, like, if you're asking me if I had, like, the perfect fit in mind, yeah, I would have fired Nick yesterday for Vrabel. Like, that ain't even up for debate. If Tomlin goes for some reason in Pittsburgh, which is rumblings, right? I'm all in on that. I'm all in on that. So, like, there's names that are better than Nick Sirianni. But unless I know factually it's a better name, like, I know for sure that's a better coach, I'm not. I'm not doing that yet, right? Yet. And guess what? We still have a playoff game to play. So back to our poll. Because <laughs> that's where we're at, right? I mean, we still have a playoff game to win the play here. I'm not going to win it, but we still have a game to play. And the poll was the Eagles will survive the first round of the playoffs. Do you agree or date? Agree or disagree? Let us know. Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and everywhere you get your podcasts. Chime in. Blake, you can go ahead with this one. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, I'm going to start off with um, what happened on Sunday. Um, it just seemed like to me, like as soon as AJ Brown went down, and the, and I, it just seemed like to me, like like after that moment, like the team just totally just folded. Like everybody just like it just seemed like everybody just quit at that point, and it just really bothered me because, you know, if your intent was to not really like go all out and win this game, 
then what was the point of playing your starters if you knew you were content on just staying with the fifth seed? Because at one point, you know, you know, if you know, if the the way um everything was going and and you saw what was happening in the Washington Dallas game, Washington was leading Dallas 10 7 at one point. Now, granted, I didn't think Washington really had any chance to come back and beat, you know, and finish that off and hold on the lead and hold off Dallas. I knew Dallas was going to come out and beat them and destroy them in the end. But it just seemed like to me, like, why play the veterans? Why play your starters if you you really had no intent on winning this game? Because once the, the Giants went up 24-0, I mean, I everybody knew it was a wrap. Everybody watching around the Delaware Valley knew it was a wrap that, you know, that this – that they, they pretty much had, you know, packed it in and, you know, let's get ready for next week. To me, it's like, well, you had a shot at the number two seed. I mean, even though we, everybody knew that probably, you know, Washington wasn't going to beat Dallas, but to me, it was just, you know, I didn't like the effort. I, I don't really feel confident going into this game next week. Although I do see the Eagles winning this one only, only for the fact that, like I said last week, that Tampa's really not that good. Um, I mean, you're. I mean, they barely just beat Carolina in that regular season game. You saw nine nothing. I don't really consider that impressive, in my opinion. So, if the Eagles had to draw like a good first round opponent, I mean, you know, I think this is the opponent they had to draw. I'm glad they drew Tampa because I think they can win this one. But they're not going any further than, than the first round if they do win this one. So, I mean, even if they win this one, it's not going to solve the problems that's going on in the team now. It's not going to solve what you know what we're seeing, and you know. I think if they if somehow they don't win this one next week and it ends up getting bad and it's ugly, I think you really have to seriously consider Nick Sirianni's job, you know, on the table here. Wait, wait, right now? Wait, I, I don't I, I, wouldn't... I don't I don't know like right now, but like I just think, you know, depending on what the outcome of next week's game is, is basically gonna, you know, maybe, you know, see where this is headed, you know, in the off season. But so I mean I let's 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 rationalize this, right? Can like, I jump back like, on something real quick? I was waiting, but I wanted to let him finish his point. No, I, I, I I have to disagree with you on the if you have no intent to win the football game remark, because okay. listen, they came out stale. We've seen that all season. AJ gets hurt early in the game, and at that point, that Dallas game starts shifting. It was clear Dallas was gonna win that game. You lost your biggest bullet in the chamber. And your quarterback can't do it on his own at that point. So they said, listen, at this point, there is no point in in, in, in try in risking hurting more players. You just lost your best player, honestly, of this season at that point. So to say, like, there's no intent to win and, like, listen, the effort wasn't great coming out. I just don't think they schemed well, again, coming into the game. But I can't sit here and say you had no intention to win the football game because I don't think believe that at all. I just think immediately the cards, the house of cards started crumbling very quickly. And they were like, you know what? Instead of like pushing our luck here, we're going to be the five seed already. Let's just, let's just do it. Get some guys, some reps out there and rest our starters. So like, I just, I don't like the statement of like, if you don't intend to win a game, because I don't think there is ever a question that any NFL player steps on the field without an intention to win a football game. Yeah, well, I just think like, you know, not that like, well, maybe I'll rephrase that a little bit. Not that I don't think they intended on to win the game, but it just seemed like to me once AJ went down, I think they're, they came out, you know, thinking, you know, that they wanted to win the game. But to me, once AJ went down, it just seemed like, all right, that's it. We're content on being the, 
being the number five seed, let's just, you know. Well, you're missing Devontae. You're missing DeAndre Swift. You're missing You're missing Devontae. You're missing DeAndre. Now you're missing A.J. Brown. Do we want Dallas, who gets hurt, to be out there on the field at that point? Do we want well, it? Julio Jones? Well, here's an, well, here's another thing, too. They didn't run the ball either. And I was like, I really well, thought been, after – Guys, AJ they've been was, coasting. Guys, they've been coasting for freaking six weeks now. Like, mm-hmm. they, they, like I don't know what to tell anybody. Like, they, 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 you, schemes and all the rest aren't effort. There's nothing to do with effort. Schematics and effort are two separate things. Agreed. They've not played with effort for six, for five, at least six weeks, it feels like, or five. Say right. five out of the six. There was no effort in those games. Like, you got, we all got eyeballs. Like, so when we're talking about, like, they maybe they didn't come out and try to win the game, like, they've been doing it for five weeks. <laughs> like, this is nothing new. They come out flat. They stink. They're coasting. It's like you gotta, you gotta have a major sense of urgency when when you put it when you put shoulder pads and all that good shit on. You better have a sense of urgency, a head on a swivel, and you better have a want to to get dirty and physical. That's just the facts. So it, I can't, I can scheme you all day. I got the best designs in the country. If my guys aren't ready to play, we stink. That's what we've watched. I'm not saying the play calls been good. I'm saying what we've watched has been a lack of just want to and effort. So the only way you can agree, Greg, go a second. The only way people can agree to this poll is if they think that effort just all of a sudden gonna light switch gonna turn on. And if that's how you're feeling, that's the only rational way you can think we can win this game. And back to fire Nick Sirianni, like can we can we all have a little little field of room? Like I'm a big fire guy. Right, I love firing cats, especially cool T-shirts, all right? What are we talking about? We've gone to three straight postseasons. I don't give a fuck. Excuse my language. Again, I bleep it. I don't give a rat's you-know-what how this game goes in terms of if he's back next year. (laughs) One don't equal the other to me. You're in the postseason for the third straight time. Now now you're on the hot seat. Now your seat's warm. So, you find out. And the other part of that, the other equation to that too, right? I don't think Jeffrey Lurie wants to be this guy who becomes trigger-happy head coach-wise, right? You had Andy Reid long-term. Obviously, the Chip Kelly thing didn't work out. You ended up going to, you know, Dougie P, who lasted as long as he did. But I don't think they want to just keep cycling out coaches every three or four years. Like, that's, that's not the sign of a winning organization. And Jeffrey Lurie is all about a winning organization and having a, a culture. And I just don't see it happening for a guy, like you said, Tom, that made the playoffs and won multiple games for, for years in a row at this point, three straight playoff appearances. I just, I, I, I spent, coming from where we were at with a previous quarterback who looked like he, he, he lost it between the ears five minutes into every game. I just don't see it happening. Yeah. Not this year. Yeah, Next year, yeah. short leash. Next year, new coaching staff. Let's see how they come out. Then we start to really look at that as an opportunity. Yeah, I don't know how many teams are going around firing guys who go to the postseason. I mean, yeah, I mean, Titans, I, Titans, I mean you, Titans just did, and, and everyone's calling them a mistake, right? I mean, we kind of you know, yeah, we kind of did that too, had four to an really extent. good years. We did that well, too, to, to an extent. I mean, both times with Andy, he did have the really bad year at the end, but then yeah, Peterson too. It's like the same thing. Really the, other thing 
Yeah, and the other thing is four that wins. Both I had four wins their last season. I do yeah, not believe right. I don't believe that they will fire him. I really don't. But at the end of the day, like I'm seeing guys chew him out on the sideline to Hassan Reddick, Devontae, AJ Brown, and all that kind of stuff. And if the right guy's not at the helm, which do we know that? No, but I think that you're gonna start to hear things once the season's over and no one's afraid to talk anymore. I think that you could see that. And if that's the case, then I especially if they get embarrassed against Tampa Bay, a team that you're much better by, I don't know how you don't discuss it, at least, at least. Just to be like, hey, we have all these guys here in a room at the same time. This team is better than a lot of teams that have won a lot of games. So if you want to move on and get better and, you know, raise the bar, I don't see why you can't at least think about it. Just start it that good, though. And it, it, who else is out there? Who everyone's out there is already fired. Forget for, that. for exactly that, not winning. Forget and Mike that. Tomlin, is, Mike Tomlin is a name that makes sense, but Mike Tomlin just—they made the playoffs. He's not getting fired. He won has yet another winning season, and they—they they made the playoffs. There's no way, as awful as that or that roster is, he squeezed every bit of juice out of that orange. And, and look at where they're at. There's no way Mike Tomlin's getting fired. So. I don't, I don't want to hear about Pete Carroll, who I don't care what he did. When you look at the body of work and what he did there, honestly, it's not as impressive as people give him credit for. Yeah, so at this point, Mike Tom is the only name. The only name where you say, regardless of what Nick's done over the last three years, that dude is young enough. He has the right mentality. He has proven it time and time again with multiple Super Bowls. Ah, uh, yeah, that's great. Look at that's- well, that would be that would be equivalent like the Rabel for me. Like I like Tomlin better. Tomlin's my dude, but like I would I would move on for Nick for for Mike Rabel in a heartbeat. But that's just me. That's just me. Right? Yeah. I like I like some I like a former player that has shown to get the best out of guys. It's not it's not his fault they've traded the world. You know I mean, all the all what your GM gives you isn't on you. Mm-hmm. You can coach up what you get, and that's why he's gone because of the difference in. In philosophy, because he wants to win. Yeah, he ain't trying. Like his team's always overachieved. I'm a big fan of coaches that teams overachieved. We did year one with Nick, right? Are we overachieving this year? Are we not as good as we thought we were? Honestly, we might be. Because let's be honest here. There's a lot of guys on this roster that have aged very quickly. We sit here and we say, over again. like, so. to, sit, to sit here and say, like, Luke, we are definitively Nobody better than Tampa Bay. I can't, I don't know that I could say that. I don't know that I could say that it's definitively better because guys have looked very old. Brandon Graham looks very old this year. Fletcher Cox looks very old this year. My quarterback I mean, looks skill- old. <laughs> he doesn't look great. I mean, your skill players. It looks horrible. Your, your skill players are your skill players, but Dallas got hurt again this year. You know, they didn't run the football right, so I don't know what to make as far as DeAndre Swift. But then I look at the line, like Lane's starting to get beat off the end. He jumps on every play because he gets beat if he doesn't. Like, this team has gotten older. I don't know that this team is as as deep talent-wise as we thought it was. I think offensively it absolutely is, so I wouldn't even go there. I think I got a quarterback that doesn't step up in the pocket. He doesn't help his offensive line out with those types of things. They're the types of things you have to be able to do in this league. Everything's a rollout right. It's predictable. It's predictable. He's only going to throw from the right. He don't throw rolling left. He doesn't really roll left often. And when he does, he has no intent of throwing. That's weird to me. 
Like that's just that's just strange to me. I'm not I, you, Luke, you, Luke, I know you don't want to agree, with me, but that's strange to me. It's just a little, it's, no. it's just me. That's strange. No, you can't throw left. I'll throw the left eye right now with a bad back. Right now, right now. It's got a freaking car accident, and I'll roll out right now. Left eye back. All right. So don't even, everybody, miss me. Miss me when I got quarterback who can't roll out the left and throw. What are we talking about? No, you're right. But he, he couldn't do that last year, and he was the best player on the field in the Super Bowl. And so, guess what so people what? do to you? Hold on. Guess what people do to you over Yeah, they figure career. out. I got, I got you. But I also think that, you know, part of that, 100%, I he deserves blame for that, no doubt about it. But I also think, like, where's the, you know, uh, where's the awareness on the coaching side of things to, one, tell him to work on it because we know he he's not lacking in the gym. And the second thing is, is also, how do I prevent that from happening? Because it happens way too often, way too often. And I also see things like tendencies in terms of like a uh, identity to your team. There are tendencies that we have from a play calling perspective this year that I don't care who's a quarterback, who your offensive line is, what the hell's going on. You're not putting your team in success. You're just not. So, like, and here's the thing, too. There's been a lot of questions and going around that about. Nick Sirianni's leadership as well. Like, you know, now you hear AJ Brown saying like publicly, like, Oh, you know, he's, he's great. You know, he's got our backs and all that stuff, but there's also been rumblings behind the scenes as well. That is he really effectively or, and is he really like capable of like taking the play call in the way for Brian Johnson or whatever, like Who? taking a hold of like, you know, if he has to call plays, you know, on offense or just, you know, getting a hold of like, you know, like in terms of like maybe the defense source, sort of speak, like just getting like more involved. And a lot of these reports are saying that he's not really involved, even though it looks like to me he's involved, but you know, who knows what's going on. I you see, this is what happens too. You know, these, these freaking dryer sheets also start looking for stuff. So, you know, I, don't. Yeah. I mean, he got a head coaching job because of his play calling abilities so and and then when he left that team that team very clearly struggled with any kind of a creativity in their offense so he was clearly a key to what they had going there in indy and obviously frank ended up seeing his way out after that yeah we'll just see how it goes like i you know what i mean like, I, like again i'm not against like moving on from anybody at the, you know what i mean if you get embarrassed but with, you know we i think we got to wait and see how this one goes like instead of instead of us talking about things that are being done in the neck or guys yelling, like guys want to win. So like, I don't get caught up in emotion. He's the, he's the head coach, right? So I'd rather you be yelling at the head coach than going after coordinators. So if he's yelling at the head coach because of coordinators, I actually like it more. Right. But what I would like to see is that, you know, I, I would like to see Jalen more involved on the offensive side and timeouts. Right. Especially like when we're not, we're, we don't have that like rhythm, right? Like get involved as a group. You know that's not frowned upon. <laughs> like that's actually good. And so, to your point earlier too, right? Like not everything can be coaching this and coaching that, right? Jalen has to take some ownership in some of this because one of the like to me the most concerning thing, and I know what you talked about. Everybody talks about progression. 
The most concerning thing to me is that very clearly the defense knows the play that's coming, and he's not taking the opportunity to call an audible and change the play at the line. We're seeing that a lot, particularly these last six games where these quote-unquote design runs, they ran the same play twice in a row, twice in a row, and he didn't audible out of it. He didn't change the play at the line and ran right into the offense or the defensive line for a loss. And that's the kind of things that I'm a little bit concerned about because he did do that stuff last year, and he's not doing that this year. And whether you want to talk about certain things, he did a little bit of that last year. He's not doing any of that this year. No, he didn't do really much of it. They just ran RPOs all day. Right, but I'm saying, (laughs) but there were times where he would change plays. He doesn't change the play at the line at all, and it's very, very, very clear. And his, his his recognition of the RPO has been very questionable this year, too. When to hand the, hand the ball up, when to run the ball, football, and when to pass the football. It's been very, very questionable this year. He's but been where did the RPO? Where did the RPO go? I don't remember the last time I've seen – maybe a few times on like third and short where they run Goddard in motion the other way. I've seen that like a few times. I feel like we ran that with him and AJ like 50 times of all the last season. It was, an un, it was unbelievable. But I do, I do think the most interesting part – to the play calling, like that's the most interesting part is play calling. The fact that he hasn't taken it back. Because if you remember way back in the beginning of the season, right around this week, Tampa Bay, the most consistent part of our team was our defense. And yeah, the wheels fell off. But from week one, pretty much outside of a few weeks, the problem has always been offensively. So the first change you make as a head coach isn't to take accountability into your own hands with the group that stunk all year, but you flip to the other side of the ball, which, yes, was horrendous too, but I question why you went that side of the ball first rather than saying, I need to take play calling back because this hasn't changed for 15 weeks. I don't get how that doesn't happen. No, I, I couldn't agree more with that. Like, you know what I mean? This is my ship, so I'm the captain. Yeah. Something's yeah. not working. I got to get my hands dirty, especially for something that got me a job, <laughs> right? Yeah. And and I agree with Andre. Like, I just want Jalen to get his shit together. Like, I'm not trying to crush Jalen at all. Like, I would love for him to get his shit together. I said that's what franchise quarterbacks do in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They light switch you. Light switch me. That's what I started the show saying. Need a light switch. Love for you to turn it on because there is other problems for sure. But when your quarterback's not playing well, that's problem number uno. <laughs> like, play calling has nothing to do with the, with the amount of turnovers, right, this year. Like, maybe a little bit, but come on. You turn the ball over, you turn the ball over, right? And, like, well, step up in the pocket, Jalen. That's the stuff he's not doing. And everybody's like, well, you can't. Like, one guy in the comment, Josh, you can't step up in the pocket. What are you talking about? I've, I've watched so many plays where he can step up in the pocket. Yeah, I've watched so many plays where he's panicked. Like, it's okay, guys. He hasn't played well. We had this conversation Sunday. Like, we're allowed to say it. It's okay. I don't know why it's, it could, people in the chat are scared to say it. Like, everybody, it's everybody else's goddamn fault. Why is it always somebody He's not else's going fault? anywhere. Like, nobody's <laughs> getting rid of him. Like, goodness gracious. I can say other players aren't playing well, and that's cool. We can say Jason Kelsey or Lane Johnson, who are way more accomplished in their careers, might not be playing at a level, right? Hypothetically. But we can't say our quarterback isn't? Who's the highest paid player on our team? Joel Embiid. Joel right? Embiid is like a generational freaking player in the league it's okay for people to run him down 
And he hasn't, I mean, no offense, I love him, but he hasn't done anything playoff-wise. Josh, you're just, you're, you're, you're talking about, scheme has nothing, to, he's got show ponies to throw the football to. What are you talking about? Josh, when have you seen him throw with rhythm like consistently this year, like he did with last year? When have you seen those timing throws? How many times does he throw a guy open? How many times does he throw guys open? I don't think some of you understand what it means to be a quarterback in the National Football League. This ain't freaking goddamn. This ain't this ain't somebody's high school, right? Friday Night Lights shit. Do we know what it takes? Jalen's got a lot of potential. A lot of potential. And I think his mental makeup even gives him a little bit more. But don't sit here and try to try to sell me on what my eyes have watched the last six weeks. Don't nobody do that to me. Nobody do that to me. That's an insult for not you, Josh, in general. That's an insult to tell people what they've watched over six weeks is somebody else's fault and it has nothing to do with it. That's an insult to me. Don't, don't tell me you can't step up in the pocket when I've watched plays. The reason Brian Johnson still has a goddamn job and he's still calling plays is because the tape shows guys are open. Why can't you guys comprehend this? Why is this hard? Goodness gracious. You think that he's got a job for some other reason? You, Luke, to your point, do you think Nick hasn't rushed to take it over because there's nothing to take over? That's a fair point. We don't, we don't, we don't look at it that way. Mm-hmm. There's something missing. There's something not clicking rhythm wise, like that was clicking last year with Jalen and, and his guys. It yeah. just hasn't. He doesn't have a feel. You can watch him in the pocket. When does he look like? When have you felt that confident throw? I'm not saying he hasn't made any this year because he's had a lot. He's had four game winning drives, right? So he's had some moments. We're talking over the last six weeks. For, for goodness gracious, the last six weeks. When have we saw rhythm? When have we saw timing? When have we said, "Wow, that's my dude"? Look at my dude. To your Go, point, push, 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 push. And Grace still got to answer the poll. Goodness gracious, we're just <laughs> get him in an hour. <laughs> to your real quick, to your point, right? The thing is, they, their teams are blitzing him more because they're trying to flush him out of the pocket because he's there. He's obviously he's not as good of a quarterback when he's when he's making quarterback plays on the run, right? So they they don't want him stepping up into the pocket, and he's not recognizing his opportunities there, which again is now creating the issue of they're forcing him to get rid of the football quicker when players are getting wide open because he's doing one checks and he's not stepping up into the pocket. He's allowing himself to be flushed out and have be have one read to look at. And that's the problem. He's he's not giving himself an opportunity. We don't really know if he can see a second or a third read, one of the criticisms, because he doesn't make the play to step into the pocket and create the extra second or two seconds that he needs to look at the second or third option. And that's where it's so frustrating is we don't know if he's good at reading his checkdowns and going through his progressions because, to your point, he's not stepping up and doing anything to give him those extra seconds. He's he's basically rolling out and following his first look, and if they're not there, he's either taking off, he's sliding, or he's running out of bounds, or he's throwing the ball away. And you're right. That's why Brian Johnson still has a job. That's a 1,000% right, Tom, because when you go back – and we have Chucks. Chucks are our video guy here, watches a million videos. The offense always has receivers open, and it's never where he's looking. 
They know to stop the first read. So, because so, then they know they're good. Then they don't really have to. They put most of the defense over on the side of the field, wherever the first, the number one receiver is. You think AJ's not talking for a reason when he wasn't talking? We don't. We don't ever take steps back. We just assume he ain't talking because of all everything else. That's his best friend. You think they don't watch tape together? Uh, they, they, they didn't just play together. And do you think he's not getting it done and he feels open? He ain't going to come on here and come out there and start ranting about his quarterback. Shows you, one, maturity and their relationship. We don't talk about that enough. We act like he's a bad teammate. Knock that off because he's not a bad teammate. Because if he was a bad teammate, he'd be saying what, what I've been saying about, about Jalen for the last five weeks. <laughs> if he was a bad teammate. Why do you think he's been like this every week? There's and when factors. he did, yeah, no. And when he did talk, he, he explains very, you know, very quickly that it was their fault, right? And then when you go back and watch the film, you know, it, as it probably it was all over Twitter, right? You see exactly what he's talking about. So when he Who's did talk, one? he didn't want to throw his whole team under the bus, but he just he didn't. You don't have to throw his whole team because it's one guy. It was one guy, especially when you go back and watch the plays he's talking about. It was one guy. And what's ever and what's his relationship to him outside of football? Yeah, probably not yeah. much. No, it is. That's it. AJ and Jalen. No, it wasn't even Jalen. It was it was on the QB draws and how a couple of guys missed blocks. And if oh yeah, if yeah, hit, yeah. If they hit the block, he's running. No, I get that, but he's no, QB again, draws. But it all goes back to, you know, kind of what this whole conversation is about is the play was there. It just wasn't executed properly. Right. There's a right, reason why. Guys. Yeah. There's a reason why Brian Johnson, for whatever reason, is a head coaching candidate. You know well, what I mean? Because guys again, are open. This league, this league runs through coaches. <laughs> Circle back there. We things. don't run through coaches. There's probably, there's always different factors, right, Greg? Sure. It's never one. It's like a missed block or this or that. But then there's the part of it that, like, like I said, AJ's not going to go running around calling Jalen out. No. You know, especially if Jalen ain't playing up to his up to his level, we know that, right? Because of their relationship, you know, they probably do those things behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Lamar, the the knee injury for Jalen, it's never really been like let out of the closet. It's in, the, it's in like Howie's closet, the Novacare, right? He's like, I'm gonna put this in here instead. So can you I, go back to, yeah, like I don't know, I we don't we never found out what that is, and that could mess you up, of course, yeah. Right, there's no there's no question in that. So I, I won't you know, again, not not this isn't a Jalen roast. This is Jalen facts. And the facts are we need we need our franchise quarterback to play his best football on Monday night. That's all. Right? You can't control what everybody else does, you understand? You can control the controllables. So you can control how you play. And with the guy with the ball in his hands the most. I would love for you to be in rhythm. <laughs> I would love for you to have your best game of the year, right? That's what I'm hoping for. I'm really hoping for it because that's going to tell us a lot. Luke, Blake, Chrome, Greg, everybody out there, it's going to tell us everything we need to know. It's not going to tell you he stinks if he, if he doesn't play well, right? It's going to be like, oh, next year's an interesting year, <laughs> right? Next year becomes interesting for everybody involved. Right, you're not getting rid of him this year, obviously, and you probably won't get rid of him the following year. But you start to have questions, 
if it doesn't change. But it'd be great for him to come out and have that ability that we all think he has, right? I don't want to speak for everybody, but I feel like we all feel like he has that. Like, uh-oh, bright lights. I'm going to go play my best football. Oh, he definitely has that. He ha- can we all agree? If he could... I think we all, well, we've had mostly disagrees and then Blake agrees and we'll see where Greg stands in a minute. But like we all can, we all can agree if he plays his best football, we win. Game's a wrap. We win. And that's not like, it's, it's not a one verse, one person type of game. It's obviously 11 versus 11, right? But I know one thing in this, like if your quarterback's on fire <laughs> and feeling it, you're in pretty good shape. Pretty good shape, boys. So, Greg, please. Um, yeah, about that. Right, Martian? Julio <laughs> caught two TDs in the Cardinals game. And he goes, I know AJ was big man somewhere. He wasn't even <laughs> mad. He's just like, dude, what, like, first off, where's mine? And how do we lose that game where Julio catches two TDs and we still lose? Like, that's actually harder to do. Can you Todd Bo- Raymond, Todd Bowles is blitzing right now. Todd puts it right now. I mean, they are coming after him. Uh, and Martian, yeah, get it. Can we get a check down one time? My dad texted me the other day, and that time I think he only know what he's he knows what he's talking about, but sometimes I'm like, relax. But he's like, they haven't read a screen in like 10 weeks. And I said, Yeah, I don't know. I don't like that. I was just gonna say, modern day NFL passing offenses are check downs. And motion, and we I saw just after and where the else in the field, Luke? Where else in the field the teams want to attack? Oh no, yeah. I'm, no, no, I'm saying like what part of the field? Middle of the, part field. of the field. Middle of the field. Where's our quarterback struggle with? No, I'm with you 100. percent I'm with you 100 percent that he needs to be way better. But in terms of like why do you think they attack the middle of the field? I think motion has a lot to do with that. That miscommunication things. Like I'm not trying to hear and just jerk Jalen the whole time. I'm just trying to play. No, you're side. right, though. You're right. Like, how can I help my quarterback out? Well, 101 again. We're going to circle yeah. back to 101. I put a guy in motion, and now I see what the defense does. So if nobody moves, I got zone. Yeah, if we somebody run. follows, if somebody follows most of the time, I got man. So now I'm putting my quarterback in a situation where he automatically knows if it's man or zone. We run the Same thing with the RPL, right? Yeah. We run the least amount of motion in the entire NFL. I That's weird that to me. Day. That's weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know what the I, see that now. I, I question what Brian Johnson does behind closed doors. That's you know I mean? why I bring it up. Yeah. But I, listen, this is a two to tango, Luke, for the history no, of yeah. football. Uh-huh. For the history of football, the quarterback and the and the head coach are always they're tied at the hip. It doesn't mean they both get fired. It just means your success. If you hit home runs on both, and they click, your window of four years turns into eight. That's the that's what that's what we're hoping for. You're right. That's what who we're praying to this week. That 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 those two can come together and and coach your best game and him play his best game. Because when Andy and Mahomes do that, they've won a lot of football games, regardless of the rest around. Now, you also can't have a defense on the field for 70 plays so, or 92. So, like those types of things. Don't 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 have nothing to do with the offense. That's a defense that's downright atrocious. Okay, so that's a whole nother factor in the in the win in this football game. I mean, there's so much. It's, Nobody's roasting them, Kyle, but what do you want to do? You want us to come on here and just never say anything. 
Like when you talk about the Philadelphia Eagles, make sure first thing you do, first rule of Eagles football is you don't talk about Jalen Hurts. First rule. Like what? What? How many weeks do I have to say this? Donovan was my dude. That dude got smoked around here. Are you kidding me? You see Jalen's looked on the sideline when he's like that sitting down. You see, you will say it. Donovan would have ran out of town. I don't really care that much for it. I don't care enough to criticize it, right? It's like, I don't look at your face, and that tells me if you're ready to play football. You know what I mean? Well, it doesn't matter. Donovan, Donovan got smoked for body language, Greg. 100%. Right. They oh. tried to smoke. They tried to do anything to smoke Donovan. Like, and, and we're not even, I'm not even smoking Jalen. I'm telling you. This is just, no, this is just I real told, talk. I told a guy today. If I know the guy himself holds himself to a high standard and this ain't it, why on shows can I not say he's not playing up to his standard? Why Why is that in any way taken out of context? And if you think he has, you're a goddamn moron. You're an idiot. You're a poster boy. You're a pom-pommer. You're, you're, you're a lotioner, right? You're, you're a massager like for the showing. That's who you are for jail. <laughs> That's who you are. If you can't sit here and say he has not played good enough and up to his standard, then that's what you are. That's what you are, cotton ball. That's what you are, babe. So get the lotion up. I don't care. You you got you want to talk about last year? Last year was cool. That was an awesome run. He's been in the playoffs three straight times. He deserves credit for that. But if he comes out and plays like shit Monday night, that ain't okay. That's not okay. Why is that not okay to say? We're going to gotta do you. You come out playing what you want to, man. It's on everybody else to win the game. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? The most important position in pro sports. Tom Brady, that was all Bill. What are we talking about? Greatness makes everybody look better. It hits me with sports. Sixers, hey. Hey, hey, I watched Sixers last three nights. Last three times they played. (laughs) Does greatness make them better? Does greatness cover up your warts? (laughs) Miss me with anything else. Listen. I can do this all night. I can do it all night. I hate to go back to this. But Carson Wentz, year two gets you to the Super Bowl, pretty much. Get I don't want to do field this. Advantage. Don't do this. Uh, but I'm going to do it. I'm but gonna don't do, do it. it. It's no need. It's over. It's over. Specifically to that one comment, though. Year three gets to a Super Bowl, knee injury, blah, blah, blah. Carson God. got smoked by the end of year three. <laughs> and he had already had a Super Bowl ring. And I don't care that he wasn't the one that ran through the Super Bowl. He got you 11 and 2 and a home field advantage on that to set up Nick Foles for the greatest 10 quarters that any quarterback may have ever had in NFL history. So, but he got smoked for it by the end of year three when you were still a playoff team, still a playoff team. And it was okay to criticize him. And I agree it was okay to criticize because clearly he was losing it between here. So, why can't we state the obvious of what is actually going on for a guy who is probably harder on himself than we are? Then we are on them. Yeah. That's the thing. That's what I said to my body, like a guy, uh, you know, in the facility. And I was like, 
if he's hard on himself, why am I not allowed to be? Like what? We yeah. we 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 thrive on like I love I clamor to guys in today's today's world of athletes that are that are are hard on themselves, right? That want more, that strive to to be better, right? You know, it's like the you know, dude lessons. Like you 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 you're you're clamoring for dudes like that that are just that are just soakers, right? And they just want to just get better. Like that's all you want. And if they're not having the type of performance they expect, then they're not happy with themselves. Right. And that's what you want from competitors. That's what makes you a competitor for the history of any sport, like the gladiators, right? Like in Roman, back in Roman times, you're the Coliseum. Like, you know what I mean? Like you know the competitiveness, that's what you're, that's what from the day one of sports. But, but right now, like, again, again nothing to do with cars. You find out, you find out Monday night a lot more about our guy. That's all. And it doesn't it doesn't define his legacy. Make sense? Like it doesn't define your legacy unless you just keep going and winning. But if you lose, it's not like, oh God, you're not good enough. We're out on you. Right. Time to find somebody else. No, now it means, hey, I need to see improvement next year now. People, I need to see more consistency. People in this city pick and choose their who they want to criticize, right? More recency. All right, take Carson Wentz out. Ben Simmons. God forbid any of us said anything about Ben Simmons on the air here, stating the obvious, and we got crushed for it because uh, everybody was an apologist his first couple of years. Like, well, more than his first couple of years. Even after passing up on the layup, we heard that shit for a year. Right? It's not his fault. Stating the obvious, and look at what that became because everybody rolled a red carpet out to him because everybody gave him a pass the results on the court or lack thereof because he wouldn't get on the court proved why you need to be critical, why you need to state the obvious. And these guys need to hear what they need to work on. It doesn't mean they're not good players. It means we believe in them and we see greatness in them. And if they can, if they can work on those things, they can achieve that greatness. If I don't give a shit who you are, I'm not going to care what you don't work on. I'm not going to give a shit what I'm not seeing on the field because you'll play yourself out of the lineup at some point. But if I'm criticizing you and I'm criticizing you week in and week out, it's because I know you can be great. But if I see something that is keeping you from that greatness, you need to hear about it. And that's why Jalen Hurts is a baller because he loves to hear this stuff because it does motivate him because he gets out there on the field, in the gym, and he works on it. So all these clowns in the chat, who are sitting here saying, why are you saying this? And why are you saying that? And you're not giving the kid a break. We, This is not what we do here. It is our job to point out the obvious, to have a discussion about it, and to hopefully the kid hears some of this and gets motivated and, and wants to work on it because he has greatness in him. And if you guys want to sit there and give out dry handies or lotion up, either or, whatever your preference is, because – and you're not a real fan for doing it, that's your choice. But real fandom is calling out the obvious and trying to push your players for greatness. That's what makes Philadelphia so great and what makes their fan base so great. It is a blessing and a curse because you have those people who will go out and boo a lackluster effort out there. But on the other end, you'll have these jerk-offs in here who are afraid to criticize and try to call you out and say that you are not being fair to somebody. 
You can't have it both ways. Do you want to push your players to be better in this city, to be great players? Do you want to push your quarterback to get you two Super Bowls? Or are you okay with the one you got last year and you're going to lotion him up the rest of the way, as Tom said? Time's yours, guys. Crumb, every lesson that I do, at least a couple times throughout them, right? You're like, hey, I'm critiquing what you're doing. It's not negative, right? Like, it's one, it's my job to do it. And it's two, I care. I care about your success. So if I don't point out something that I see, right, I'm not helping you, right? Because you always want to remind a, a younger, especially a younger athlete, that like, hey, this is what the, this is what we do here, right? Like this is what this is what this is all about. We're oil change all day. What's under the hood? We good, right? So like it's the same thing for a professional athlete. Where like like I need to be told if I'm not. If I'm not developing in some way, right, at my craft, that's how I get better. That's how I get better. Greg, you want to answer this poll? I got to, I got to, I've never had to go to the bathroom more in my life. And I've been holding on for dear life. So, Greg, please. Got to be the bad back. I might not even get up the stairs. So, I don't know how, <laughs> but I will, I will be, I will be right back. So. That's why you need a urinal downstairs, bud. Yeah, just bring, just bring a bottle down at this point. <laughs> Josh said I started a fire tonight. Sorry. <laughs> it's just, you know, because because I because I love Luke. I love Luke to death. But but Luke, Luke just wants to I I can see what Luke's doing here, right? <laughs> I can smell it that it, it, it's like, well, the, the design has created this entire mess, which is just like so part of it's true, but it's so weird because it's like the same, like it's supposed to be the same offense. You no, guys are all under, I agree. You guys are with, all under the same tree. What are we I doing? agree with what you're saying. I'm just trying to stress the fact that there's, like you said, it takes two to tango. I'm just saying the other side. That's all. Oh, I'm the doing. offensive play calling is atrocious. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, was, I was just saying that because a lot of times, you know, you hop on one of these and you crush one player the whole time. It sounds like you hate him. So, yeah, and I want to get away from him because I want to preview the game and I want to get into some of the nuts and bolts. I want to. Doesn't like, happen. What? We crushed one player. Yeah, that doesn't people here. think we hate him. Yeah. That never happened Bryce, here. I crush Bryce Harper all the time. <laughs> right, Greg? Like, nobody's harder yeah. on Bryce Harper than me. And I love Bryce because he's a Philly, right? But I hated him in Washington, obviously. But now he's my dude. But, but if he, like, does something stupid, I'm like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> You're freaking 10-year vet. What are you run? Like, where are you going? Like, where are you I'm running to? How I'm a like- Bryce poster guy, and I'll, I'll say the same thing. Oh, you are. I mean – Poster, goodness gracious! You got the blow up. Yeah, the, I mean, I didn't want to. I didn't want to announce it, but yeah, go ahead, throw all the dirt out. <laughs> you got the Bryce blow up. You just squeeze him. He got his. Uh, no, we're not going there. Uh, yeah, to the poll, though, I agree well, to the poll. I agree to the poll. Uh, I, I think we do win, and 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 sadly, I I think it's sadly not for me, but sadly for. Everything that we watched the last six weeks, I think it's pretty convincing. And, and and there's no basis to this other than you just look at what our team has been the last few years, right? Kind of like this whole discussion that we've been having, right? It all kind of ties in, obviously. But you just you you look at, around the room, the leadership that we have, the show ponies we have on the offensive side. All it takes is one game at this point. Right. This is the season now. We're in the playoffs. All you got to do is win one game. There's no who you preparing for next week. There's no who you looking at next week. 
right? It's it's win or go home. And I'm going to put my leaders that I think we have and over the last three years have shown what we have in this locker room, and I'll put them up against this Bucks team. And, and, and I'll, I'll go to war with that, with a confidence behind those guys. Because as we said, I think, Luke, you said it earlier, right? Our defense in the beginning part of the year showed that they could stop people, right? At minimum at halftime, right? There was, there's been what, two or three, maybe four goose egg second halves from our defense after the adjustments been made? Yep. And at some point during this season, you could confidently sit there and say that our defense could stop the run, right? All of that has now been thrown out the window. But I, I, I want to believe in this team and I want to believe in this coaching staff that whatever was working before where we were all giving them passes because they were winning, now we are in that time where truly winning the game is all that matters. I, I, I'm, I'm putting my confidence in that group, putting themselves in the best position to win this game. And and that's really the basis because what you guys have all said and disagreeing is nowhere near wrong, right? Everybody, it's weird for me to be on this side and all of you guys to be on that side, right? Normally, I'm that negative Nancy, right? Normally, <laughs> I'm that guy that's like, oh, Bucks, Bucks are plus home dogs. The Bucks are home dogs. Pound that, right? You know, you pound that. Let's go. But you can't. You can't throw away what we did watch earlier this season. You can't throw – and I know it was last year, but a lot of the team, and especially a lot of the veterans and the leaders of this team are back from what that team was last year, right? You can't throw away what those teams have 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 uh, have accomplished, even though it's easy to. Even though it's easy to because our eyeballs don't lie to us. Our eyeballs, eyeballs say it is bad. It's track. But I think this week – in, in a new season where it's truly one game at a time, I think they come together and 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 they, they handle business. Yeah, no, I, it's you would hope, Greg, and to your point, that's a great way to, to word it as in what they showed us earlier in the year was as long as you're you have more points than the other team at the end of the 60 minutes, that's all that matters. Yeah. So and that's all that's that all should we, matter. And that's all we need them to be, right? We don't need them to be last year's Super Bowl team at this point. We just need them to be better on Monday, this case. I was gonna say on Sunday. <laughs> we need them to be better in this case Monday than than the other team is. And right. that particularly on the other side of the field. Side note, that might be a record a minute and three seconds, or I'm sorry, an hour and three minutes in before a poll question got answered by somebody, Greg. Yep. So that's that, that. I don't think that record's ever getting. Well, I went. I went way. last because I assumed I was going to be the only agree. <laughs> and and and, and uh, Blake started off on the right foot, and then he threw that curveball <laughs> and came back and agreed. So that's why I decided to go last because I wanted to. I wanted you crybabies. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I wanted you negative Nancys to get all yours in, but because uh, I figured I'd be the only agree, so I figured I'd bring up the rear and, and inject some positivity back into this group. Yeah, I mean, again, I have hope. I have hope. I, I saw, I think Wilson commented in that he's he's holding on to that last little strand that maybe and that's this all we was can like, do, right? Yeah. This was like a, like a ploy the whole time to just lay low until the playoffs. I, I want to, 
every time I hear that come up with Ocho, I want to I want to find out where that is because like, and I'm not saying the clips, the clips everywhere. I'm just saying like right, where yeah. that hope is. I'm like, because in my head, I'm like, all right, if you win the division and lock up the division, then go ahead and 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 be a you know be a limp sock, right? You know what I mean? Like, right. but don't be a limp sock for six weeks and then expect us to believe that. <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, yeah it's it really. No, I was like, just gonna say like, and as much as like. I don't want you guys thinking, like, I don't think they can, you know, like, I'm trying to be a negative Nancy or any of that. It's just that I'm just basing on what I'm seeing. And you're not I wrong, mean, though. I, and, like, and look, I think they can win next week, but is winning next week really going to, like, solve a lot of the problems that's going on right now? Don't, like, winning solves everything. Yeah, all this conversation that we're having, right? Especially, like, when you talk about, like, the drama around drama, around, like, AJ Brown, right? All this comes out when you lose. None of this stuff comes out when you win. We saw the first 11, 12 weeks of the season. It didn't. It, it seemed like everything inside that locker room was, you know, rain jobs and BJs. Rain, rain jobs. Rain jobs and BJs. Rainbows and BJs, right? But all this stuff has been going on, right? Our play, our play calling hasn't been great all year. But when you win the game, how much are you going to kill a guy? Yeah. Yeah. So I think the only reason we're hearing all this now is because we're not winning, and that's and that's fair. All I'm saying is, is that if they you know if they pull it off, they can win this week, but then they come back and get smoked like the following week, and then we're right back having this conversation again. Like, but we're not. I don't think we are. I mean, you you come off of the Super Bowl and you make it to the second round of the playoffs. That's not a that's bad. That's not do. a bad year. Yeah, it's yeah. not a bad. How many year. teams do that? Kansas City might not do that. Like this isn't the NBA where the same team, like the same four teams, you know, make it to the conference finals almost every year. You know, it's a different sport, and you know, with the, with the grind that football is, adding in another game too, the last couple of seasons that mean more. You know, guys like we talked about Jalen Carter and, and Jordan Davis a couple of weeks ago about how they've played more snaps than they've ever played before, and you know, with with the age that, that we brought up earlier on this team. These guys have older legs going for like more extended seasons at this point. Like, you know, I, it's it's just one of those situations where when you come in off a Super Bowl year the way that they played last year, there's nothing to hang your head about when you get past any round of the playoffs, any round. So I think that, yeah, that's, that's an opportunity for them. And I think we would look at that as a success, particularly with how the season ended. If they yeah. manage to still get a playoff win, that's a success. I mean, no, yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't disagree with that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, can you be concerned that yes, we we started out eleven or what eleven and one, right, or to, or ten and one, and we ended yeah, up eleven and, and six? Yeah. yeah, that 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 you could talk about that that you know fall from grace, but ultimately, if you win a playoff game coming back after a Super Bowl loss, that's got to be a successful season, and that's got to count for something. And, and Tom, so. brought this up, Tom brought this up last, last week, I believe, too. You know, Kansas City's not set the world on fire this year at all. And I know that they've lost a couple of weapons, but, like, nothing huge, nothing, like, groundbreaking, fault. right? I mean, they just do that point. That's their fault, though. You know what I mean? Like, they decided, they decided to, you know, to do all that. But to your point, yes. Like, again, it's the two teams. I don't think it's a coincidence that the two teams that went the furthest last year in a season where the season was extended an extra game, that those teams are, are looking 
as the season went on, they looked much more tired. And they looked like they were losing some of their legs and they were get, having guys get hurt. I mean, Kelsey hasn't had Jason Travis Kelsey hasn't had the year this year that he had last year. He started off great, but look at how he ended the season. Tired legs. Put, it looks putting like. that pee on a pedestal. And it's a lot of yeah. <laughs> it, well, yeah. I mean, listen, I wasn't trying to bring that name up. There's only one. I didn't Kelsey bring the name up. I just I know. There's only one Kelsey and Swift duo we talk about here on in, on our airways. See what happens when you put the pee on a pedestal. Put the pee on a pedestal. You got those older legs now. You know, you got the podcast going. He's got a lot. He's got his hands in a lot of cookie jars right now. And we're talking like cookies. Okay. So uh, yeah, I don't think I, I don't think that there's a coincidence to that either. So Greg, I assume you agreed. I did agree. Yeah. I did agree. All right. So two. So three, two. Yeah. It's not now, as crazy as I thought it would be. I agreed, but I'm still saying no to every ticket request I get, right? Like, even though they're down the street and I can go see them, I, I'm still not wasting my time or money. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> yeah, and the other side, we're going to talk about how they can win, right? Yeah. We're going to switch this conversation up a little bit. We're going to be a little bit more positive, okay? We're going to flip the script ourselves for playoff time. Find a way to be positive. Let's find a way to see how they can win this football game right after a commercial break. HUD Wednesday nights, only on HUD Radio. Segment was brought to you by our doc, make them yours, Dr. Paul Vidal, Specialized Physical Therapy, LLC, locations in Burlington, Cherry Hill, New Jersey. Find them on the web, specializedphysicaltherapy.com. If I can find the commercial, we can go to it. Here we go. Royal Billiard and Recreation, proudly celebrating 40 years and our new, bigger showroom. Twice the size and twice the fun. More pool tables by Olhausen. More dartboard sets, including custom reclaimed backboards. More bar and kitchen stools that can change a room. And more bars, including pre-built and custom. Hot tubs, skee-ball, shuffleboard, outdoor, and fun. Royal Billiard and Recreation, your ultimate game room store. Now located on Bethlehem Pike. In our family, food is our daily bond. My nonna, affectionately called mama by many, found solace and joy in the kitchen, sharing her love through delicious creations. She turned her culinary passion into a flourishing business alongside her husband and sons in 1983. Celebrating 40 years is a testament to our exceptional team, friends, family, and beloved customers. With gratitude, we look forward to the future, expanding our brand to share the highest quality Italian food and wine nationwide. Our heartfelt thanks to everyone who has played a part in our story. Grazie mille. Hats.com is the premier destination for quality and fashion forward hats and more with designs for every style and trend. Locally based and run by Philly sports team fanatics, Hats.com can help you elevate your hat john. Utilize the easy-to-use guides at Hats.com to find your perfect size and style. And shipping and returns are free. Hats.com. Find yourself in a hat. Use code Philly for 15% off your order. Hats.com. Let's go. Welcome back, everybody. A2D Wednesday nights. Talking Eagles. Playoff time. Wild card round. How can we advance? How can we find a way to just give us another week, right? Something I do every postseason. Give us another week. 
or you know, Sixers, give us another round to watch. Phillies, give us another series, right? You you beg for those things. So how the Eagles are going to find the way to win is brought to you by Gleason's Bar, located at 6700 Mill Creek Avenue, Levittown, PA. Use promo code A2D for 10% off your order. Whenever you dine in, take out, or online, gleasonsbarnestakes.com is where you can find them. You got to get the Trenton in you, baby. That's all I'll say. You got to get the Trenton in you. All right. So, prediction time. Find a way to win time. We'll start with find a way to win time, right? And, you know, if you're expecting, like, a heavy blitz, like you're going to probably expect from Todd Bowles' defense, you know, now you have to have designs to be able to beat the blitz, right? So, if it's good, you know, we got to get a couple screen passes, a couple quick hitters, right? A couple breakdowns on defense. Because our biggest thing is we haven't scored either recently. We haven't been putting on many points. So, you know, but I all think it starts with us being able to consistently run the football and not feel like we have to get away from it. And that's something we did a lot of this entire year where we'll have like a, you know, a 14-yard run and then we'll want to go throw it the next play. You know, when it's like, come on, dude. It's just like, I, I understand it's missionary to go put it back in the belly, but just put it back in the belly. You know, like it just worked. Until they stop it, right? Now, you know, Chad Ochocinco, or formerly known as Chad Johnson, which is a lot easier. Uh, but Chad, who I like Chad, thinks the Eagles are almost playing coy. <laughs> which you you can you can make a case for in our argument if we're the a defense attorney, defense attorney for the Eagles, right? Where we are. This is what we're doing tonight, okay? For your prediction, we become defense attorneys for the Eagles. So if I'm a defense attorney, I can say, well, the play calling the way it got worse. How's that happen? I feel like we just kept running the same plays, right? I feel like we rotated through four plays, like Tecmo. Like, what do we do? So, and then the play, like the players just seem like after they clinch, like almost just we're just here. You know what I mean? We're just, we're just gonna get through it, we're just gonna suit up and win. That happens in sports. At every level, guys think they can just show up, right? You just show up to work, you show up to practice, right? And you think, all right, I'll show up to the game, and we're going to go do what we've done all year. I think I got away from them as players a little bit, right? So I wouldn't even say it was on purpose, more so than players aren't really giving it all, it seems like at times. And then it also seems like we're running the same four plays. So, like, coaching wise, are we going through the motions because we don't want to show too much? And we thought we had an easy schedule and we could win these games late? Like, could that be something? Sure. Right? But then you're telling me that, like, then, you know, I don't want to be the other attorney, but then you're telling you're telling me that, you know, you didn't want the one seed, the two seed, the two seed didn't matter to you. So maybe, maybe they didn't want to play at home. Maybe they would rather go on the road. Who knows? Like, I, I don't We're know. Team struggling. You might be right, Tommy, right? To get away yeah. from the pressure, get away from the spotlight of being at home, right? Because we see teams do that a lot throughout sports, right? They're better on the road, especially in these high-pressure situations when you're struggling. We talk about the other sports where they have, you know, designed road trips, right? What do you hope for a struggling team? Sometimes, or, or a young team, per se, right? Sometimes those road trips early in the season – 
are beneficial because there's no pressure, right? The guys are all around each other. And again, football is different because it's one game a week. But still, I think that pressure aspect of playing at home when you're struggling is 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 huge. All right, absolutely. It, it is. Like sometimes you can go off of that momentum, right? And it works for you, and sometimes it doesn't. Jay said he thinks he's thinking they're just they aren't showing anything. And again, I mean, like, I don't think it's like a tank, right? Like, oh, we're trying to lose on purpose. Like, so like that's that argument, right? Like. Hey, we're just not trying to show a lot. We got a lot sitting in the kitty that we'll show because we know what matters now. Like, okay, if we have to play three games, we have to play three games. Like, whatever. We're not getting the one. Like, after San Fran, because you can make the key. After San Fran literally bent us over, that was the game we were trying to win. Right. Obviously. Now, after that, again, you're still trying to win, but you could make the case that it got really stale and vanilla. You could, you could. So, like, as a defense attorney for the Eagles that I am right now, I can make that case. But, like, that's one way you can and say. And, and even if you want to combine those two games, Tommy, San Fran and Dallas, right? You had San Fran at home, Dallas on the road. Those two go A-wire, right? You can't. You weren't able to come back after. Because we got to remember what emotional high we would imagine that they were on coming through that gauntlet, right? And that overtime win against Buffalo. Yeah. And then you got to turn around and play a juggernaut San Fran team who, yeah, totally bent you over. And then you're, you try and, and recover, and then you go lose the division game at, at, you know, at Dallas, right? So yeah. it's it's definitely something, you know, all right, it's going to be a tough road. But well, I Josh asked, Greg. Well, I mean, Josh, I love, I love comments, right? I love the family. 30% sold on the idea. So where would you be sold <laughs> as I just presented you Ocho Cinco's defense attorney for the Eagles argument? How, how sold are you on that argument? What the heck is going on around here? Luke's like frozen in his eyeball. You know what I mean? <laughs> Luke's like when I got hit by the car tonight. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm sold. I, I'm trying to find ways to, to get household. Not like household. What's your percent? 73 73 such a weird i had him i had him obviously I'm, i agreed to the poll so i had him winning right yeah. i I'm, i can't get all the way there though right because i i'm with you i love ocho so every time i've heard it i've been like trying to run into my head how do we get there how do we get there like how is there not a glimpse over the last six weeks of any good play right <laughs> like, there, there hasn't been a glimpse That's of any run, good play we run a great <laughs> slant we run a great slant though always open and he fumbles right it's like oh my god like I mean, nothing if, goes if, our way yeah if you're pulling from straws you could be like oh julio jones had two tds right but we lost <laughs> so i'm there though just because i like you know as i mentioned i just believe in this team that what we saw early in the year can, can can return for one okay. game. Okay. Okay. Right. So, you, so that's where I'm. Yeah. That's where I'm good with the possum. Right. So that's you, where I'm. Seventy-two percent there, because the other side of the eyeball still can't. Re, you know, get back those six games. Yeah, 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 for sure. And that's again, as a defense attorney, that's a good argument. Right. The argument is, hey, I've seen this team tough. I've seen this team resilient. I've seen this team win tight games. I've seen them get up for the moment. Right. They can do it again. Right. And and and, and as a defense attorney, like. On the other side, right? You know, I could say, you know, you you could say, okay, I can I can agree with that if I'm an outsider. Like I can agree with that. Like they've shown their toughness. They got away from it, obviously, right, guys? But yeah. can it can again, 
can you can you just turn the lights on in the room? <laughs> like that's it. I mean, are you do you have that ability? Does this roster have a that switch? Like some do, right? Some have the ability to rise to the occasion and you're like, holy crap, where'd they come from? You know what I mean? Like, where'd you come from? Good to have you. So again, I'm not like the more we're talking about it, the more like the argument feels natural to make, right? The argument doesn't feel not the coy part, just that this team is this team has proven they're tough over the last year, year, two years, right? They've proven they're tough. So you you can believe they go they can go to Tampa and turn it on again. Crump, where are you at on the percentage? And then Blake, tell us where you're at too. And the family, let us know. You guys make a few compelling arguments that sway me because I would have been at like a five percenter. So I'm gonna go dinner for two. I'll Martian. bump it up. Dinner for two, baby. I'll bump it up to about a twenty-five percent. I mean, I definitely think that there's bullets left in the chamber that they haven't exactly put out there, and I think that there is. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a fair point to make, Tom. Now, I do think they tried to win that Seattle game, and Bradbury just got torched the whole way down. The yeah, yeah, it's a different idea. I mean that you know that's that's one of those games where I felt like they showed that resiliency down the stretch to try to come and win the game, and one guy just got absolutely scorched the entire way down the field. Uh, and the defense again, didn't like the defense didn't playing like for, real quick like Matt Patricia in terms of them. You can't make the argument of any coy. You make the argument as a defense attorney for the Eagles. You're saying, hey, it's a different scheme in a way. We're doing some different things, and we're just not in in sync with each other right now. That's what that is. That's why you don't go firing coordinators. Hence why I said I'm not firing John McGadden last year, even though I, I could do without him, right, is you don't do that mid-year. Like on defense, like offense, whatever, right? Because it's going to be a similar like style per se, but you went to a completely like different mind of a coordinator, right? Like that wasn't like the same tree. Like the Cy and Patricia aren't on the same same damn tree, so they run a different style. So now you're now you have new players, which they have, right? And then you have a different style, like not easy. So defensively, they just been they just been egregious, right? They just haven't been good enough. Offensively is where as then again, defense attorney, you're making the case like, hey, they're going to get more comfortable with Patricia, right? And this week they're going to clean things up. That's the defense attorney for the defense. Yeah, right? I mean, I get help again. Again, I would hope. Well, Slay, Fletch, Cunningham, Cunningham. I mean, like again, Slay's the best of that group, and Fletcher's yeah. right there because obviously our front. And, and you guys go, but we'll talk about this as we as we continue into this football game here. You know yeah, I mean? I mean the one thing I the one thing that gives me a little bit of hope and again we I, I think I brought this up last week but I looked at I really looked at the numbers and talk about teams it's nice that nobody on, needs right? to be in one spot on camera, you know. <laughs> uh, you know, you, you bought I brought this up last week but I looked at I looked at it a little bit over the past week too. When you look at the 2011 Giants that won the championship. That team started out I think 6 and 2 and ended up going 3 and 5 and looked awful limping into the playoffs. Playoff time hit, they were on the road, and that team, a switch went on. And again, that was the team that, well, I don't know if it was intended or not, but they definitely held a few bullets in the chamber, and they ended up coming back and showing some things that people didn't see. And 
Look at what they did. They took out an undefeated New England Patriots team, right? So there's hope and there's recent proven examples of teams that have struggled down the, the, the back half of their schedule. And then when the playoffs hit, you know, there's a lot of experience still on this football team. So I could buy, I could give a 25% piece of my pie here that says some of this is, is waiting in the weeds. I, I still think that execution is a big thing here regardless, but I can buy 25% of, yeah, they're, they're holding back. Cause you're the thing you said, Thomas spot on for the last six weeks, it they, like nothing we saw from the first 11 games looked like it was happening. Two minute drill other than Seattle where they ran down the field and, and scored, but they left a little bit too much time on the clock. Like, even now, they have a minute 20 on the clock. It, it, they just have looked like an anemic offense going up the field. And we've seen them numerous times this year be able to drive the field. So I have to, as a fan, I, I mean, I, maybe I'm clinging on to any hope. I have to hope that there's a reason why that's happening. That's what we do, baby. We cling on to hope. Well, that's what we're trying to do. Blake, what was your percentage <laughs> on it? I'm looking at, like, Percentage wise, maybe maybe in the uh I'm gonna go like thirty percent range. How are you thirty? You you said you agreed and you're at thirty percent. You so you agree to the poll. <laughs> so how much of these six weeks and the defense attorney stuff, how much did that sell you on like say offensively being just extremely vanilla and just the guys going through the motions? Because they knew they weren't getting the one seat anymore. How much of that? Well, how much of that do you buy into? Your point too, Tom. Blake was the one who bought this whole theory up last week himself. With yep. maybe they <laughs> want to hit the road. So you're, I expected Blake. I expected like a seventy percent out of him. <laughs> oh, I was, I was thinking like ninety. I was thinking like that's why I was like, I almost said it you, before he went, but I didn't want to do it to him. But I was like, ah, oh, this is a ninety piece, and he hit me with a thirty. Yeah, you were hitting this. You were throwing this idea out last week. Goodness no, no. gracious, I, I did less selling for you. You know what I mean? This is unbelievable. Like as a defense <laughs> attorney, I was terrible. Like I felt like I sold myself to a higher percentage, but in the meantime, I just ruined it for Blake. He's out. He's done. He's out. He's not here. Turn it on Monday night. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just think like I mean, look, I mean. Maybe they are holding back on some of the things on offense, and I hope they prove me wrong next week because I really hope that they're, they're they're holding out and that in that with everybody back and that they're going to come out swinging because I really want this football team to do well. You know, like I said, I'm not. You know, I don't want you guys to think I'm trying to be all negative with this, but from what I saw that last six games, I mean, I just I don't know what to think going into next week. Oh, look, I hope they win. You know, I I think they can pull off a win, but after that, it, you know, it's depending on who we play in the divisional round, you know, I'll see where it goes from here. I'm just going on a, I'm just taking it, you know, you know, you know, one game at a time at this point and it starts next week. Well, yeah, of course it's one game at a time, but if they win, all bets are off, right? All bets become off. So Luke, how sold are you, brother? Not sold at all to say the least. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> Uh, I hate. We didn't do anything that. to you, Luke. Come on, man. Not a, I'm sorry. I hate the break. You don't. You. you think they've exhausted all 
They've showed their cards totally this season. They got nothing I mean, yeah, left I mean, in the you, chamber. If you if you think it's thirty percent, I think you you're just trying to say that it's that. But deep down, I well, you I think, think they ain't got a flea flicker in them, babe? You, you think no. they ain't got a flea flicker? They haven't had a flea flicker. <laughs> I don't even know if they know what that is. Yeah, you, don't we don't know. think they got the annexation of Puerto Rico sitting in their back pocket right now. I mean, we got Kenny Kenny Gainwell making passes. Come on. I was gonna say, I yeah, think maybe yeah. Rashad Penny's their answer. Maybe they'll bring him back. See what, <laughs> see what he's got to yeah, no, I don't believe in it at all. But I, in terms of previewing the game, uh, what I remember what they did last time is like I love when people bring up the stat of why we like were the best run defense in the NFL to a certain point. We weren't the best. No one ran it on us because you could, I mean, it was like Swiss cheese. You'd go right down the field. It was like nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that yeah. stat was a bunch of crap. That meant nothing to me anyway. So now we're getting pounded on the ground. Now what we're going to see is back to that old, like, week two, um, like, Washington stuff where our secondary is getting cooked because they don't want to run the ball. And I see, in terms of optimism, the best thing we got going for us right now is that it looks like there's going to be a lot of rain. And it looks like you might have to pound it on the floor. So if that's the case and our and our run offense is what brings us home and you talk about how we beat them last time, I remember like the snap count was massive advantage for us. You know, defensively, we were just getting three and outs because we were blitzing them all the time. But it was kind of just red zone defense. That's what it's gonna come down to. You got you can't give up touchdowns. Like within the twenties. Baker's going to smoke us all day. I'll preview that for you right now. Like they Even will, in the rain? Yep. They will get to the 20. They'll find a way. You have to, have to, have to settle for field goals. That's not how you win Super Bowls, but we're talking about how do you pull a team out of the dirt and win a game that you haven't done in a long time. I think it's simple stuff like that. And then offensively, will they do it? I don't know. But you got to pound the ball, especially in the rain. Yeah. I mean, listen, if you – if you look back at this game, when they played him before, Jalen did not play extremely well, right? No. He was 23 for 37, 277, a touch and two picks, right? But DeAndre Swift had 16 carries for 130 yards, Yep. right? And A.J. Brown had nine receptions for 131 yards. So when you look back at this football game, and then you want to – we ran the ball 40 times as a team. Now, Jalen had 10 of them, okay? Right, but take out Jalen's 10 for 28 yards. You rushed the ball 30 times for about a buck 72. Okay, buck 72. So that's what you did. Kenny had 14 for 43. All right, and then offensively, Dallas had five catches, Devontae had four, but AJ was your was your was your guy. And then defensively, uh, we had, we had two sacks. Right. Yeah, and that, and that was kind of a slugfest too as well, right? Remember, it came down to that last drive. We were able to put points up, and they had a chance, uh, and they tried to come, you know, they tried to, they had an outside chance there at the end, like with four. Oh, no, I'm sorry. We got the ball back. We were still one-score game, yeah. and we went on a four-minute drive to exhaust that game, right? I mean, that was that was a huge drive, and we've seen this team make huge drives throughout the year. Uh, but, yes, it was a very controlled game. Yeah, 15 plays. Uh, at that point, six, too. Yeah, 15 plays, 68 yards, nine minutes and 22 seconds. Yeah. So to your point, Greg, about that drive, I mean, that's it's pretty good. And yeah. that was and that was in Tampa as well. And listen, let's remember something. Like, you know, Slayer says, 
What up, Umberto? Uh, do you guys think they even try? They they got to try to run the ball, right? Like, I mean, we just talked about it. You know, eight, sixteen for one thirty. Goodness gracious! What are you What are you saving somebody for? Yeah, we saving them. We say. Yeah. What are you saving DeAndre for at this point, right? Yeah, no, no. We, we put it in the belly, babe. That's like a 25-piece nugget. Like, I'm going I'm going the big one. DeAndre, you, know I mean? you ready to work? Actually, just give us, yeah, give us the 30. We're going to go for the 30 tonight. So, I mean, I don't know. Let's give some predictions. Part of me, like, part of me wants to, like, circle back and, like, pick them. You know, I always do. But I, I just won't do it. But I will lower my prediction from Sunday, though, for sure. Uh, take them. Did you defense attorney yourself back in? Are you back? Am I back? Am I back that there's something in the tank? Am I back that that my quarterback can turn it on in the biggest spot? It's one game. That's all we got to worry about. We ain't got to worry about next week yet. We got to worry about tomorrow or Monday. Right, we got to worry about this week. I'm going. You know what? You know what? He's back. He's back. Here, here we go. go. Let's go. Here back. we go. He's back. You know what? Everybody, the accident, every, the accident knocked some sense into him. Finally, my back, my back <laughs> shot. Just want to bring that up again. Uh, definitely a back injury here, which is fine. Oh boy, yeah. Ralph just sent me something. What is it? Who did? Oh, please, yes, yes. Okay. No, Ralph just sent me James Franklin as a top contender to replace Nick Saban. Yeah. Please take him. Please take him. Yeah. Oh, here we go with you two. Yep. <laughs> well, plenty of Penn State talk next year on A2D. Don't worry about that, guys. With these two. <laughs> don't worry. They won't be worth it. <laughs> no, but don't make me watch. Like I said, when like my buddies are, are fans of teams like that, because I don't have a college team. Yeah. But probably the closest one I do have would maybe be Penn State, but like growing up, I was always a Michigan guy. Who wasn't a Michigan guy in our yeah. era, Tommy, right? Fab yeah. Five, everybody's yeah. a Michigan yeah. guy. Yeah, come on. I mean, I still right wear on. only black socks because of the guys. Like, it's, I mean, come on. I don't wear anything thing. else. It's yeah, elementary, yeah, school, five. elementary school play calling and all the same stuff. It's like watching the same exact team. Yeah, so they went 27-24. Okay. Yes, let's go. He's back, baby. Uh, Jake Elliott. For the dub on a drive, on a drive. We talking about. We talking about. We need a drive. We're gonna talk about. We need a drive. We're down. We're down. We're down twenty-one fourteen in this football game, with seven minutes to go, and we don't only get one drive. We get two. That's what franchise guys do. (laughs) We get two. A cast would do too. Too. It's trouble getting the thumb in, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, he, he figured out that's not you're so excited. You got the thumb in, he's like, oh. <laughs> I got it, but that, neither here nor there. But yeah, I'm back. I'm back. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers are nobody. What are we doing here? Like, you know what I mean? We we stink too, but at least we have a better track record. Screw them, screw Tampa and Ronde Barber and everything they're about. You know what? I'm not gonna do this. I know we've been atrocious, I know we're not good enough right now. But I do want to believe in 255. And for everybody out there, like we can't say nothing, so then I'm just going to believe. Right? So if I can't say nothing and I can't tell it how it looks and how it is, then I'm just going to all buy in that. And I didn't buy in just a little bit. I told you all two drives. 
two drops. Maybe a roll out to the left and a backdoor throw to AJ for a touchy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, Whoa! Like taking off his headset and leaving the set. Like, yeah, like Crow seriously. was so pissed off. <laughs> no, but I'm, 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 listen, I'm back. I'm back. I don't care, Luke. I don't care. You guys can look at me. You can look at me a certain way. All right? I'm not pom-poms, right? Because I made my arguments tonight on how bad this football team has been, right? Okay, I made it. And then you circle back and you got the lotion out. Well, I just, I'm just an Eagles fan. As much as I don't believe, I want to. Right? I want to find ways. And, like, we can go. I mean, it's freaking Tampa Bay. But, like, talk to me next for, week with Dallas. For nine points. Yeah, talk to me next oh, week man. with Dallas. You know what I mean? Next week with Dallas might be might be something you didn't want to win this game. Who would have thought? Who'd have thought coming into this year that your one of your original sons oh. was going to take this team? How 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 ironic and, is and, that? And end one of the most disappointing seasons in franchise history. You want to talk ironic? Buccaneers win twenty six twenty four. Twenty six twenty four. I always I always look at your scores and try and figure out how to get there. Because you always come up with like some strange score on some end, and I, I can get, you can get there. I got you. A lot of field goals, which makes sense for the Bucks. Well, especially if it's going to be lousy weather. Yeah, it was. Might, you might be looking at a field goal game. Yeah, no, it's definitely not good down here. Uh I will twenty-seven fourteen. 27-17, Eagles. All right, so a similar score to the first one. Yeah. In a way. Okay. Luke, Blake, Blake, Luke. Yeah. Uh, you can go. You can yeah, go. yeah, I'll go real quick. Um, yeah, I, I see this game, I mean, if the weather's going to be bad, I see it being pretty low scoring. I think it's going to, um, you know, if the weather's going to be a factor, I don't expect, like, a lot of um, – uh, offensive touchdowns in this game, although you know, you know, I've been wrong before, so you know, who knows? But I think it's going to go. I, I, I think the Eagles win this one. I'm going to say eight. I'm going to say nineteen to sixteen. Eagles. Nineteen sixteen. That's another. That's like a Chrome score again. Yeah. I had the same exact score. That was Did my you really? Score. Oh yep. wow, that was my score wow. as well. That's how not a chrome score you get there. How does no no I know I'm saying like but it's just a it's, lot of field goals. Yeah, yeah. Like how does two people on in a panel of five have a 1916 same score game? <laughs> That's insane to me. Like you yeah. go games. play the lottery. Like go play the wait, lottery. Like, wait, and, and different teams. They got different teams too. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, it's gonna be opposite and, too. Yeah. And two teams with a lot of offensive power, technically. Yes. Yeah, that's, guys. That's, I, that's strange. I like it though. But at least Blake's side. Luke's side, not like, so well. Because like at the, <laughs> this at this is why point, we're on the bottom here. They're pushing us down down here, Luke. It can yeah. be like it can be Kicking like us down the hill. Real quick, this can be like player talk. And I don't think, and I talk to my athletes about this all the time. We don't give our brain enough credit for what it for its abilities for everything in life and in sports. So you know, we got to sometimes trick ourselves, right? And it doesn't mean we're cocky. It means we're confident. 
So when you when you look at this football team constantly say right now over this week is oh and oh oh and oh oh and oh it's 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 sell talk right you're saying it because you want to believe it right but that stuff matters that stuff can matter and it's right? been a lot to your point Tommy it's been a lot and it's from in the, every interview yeah it's from and it's from what your your core veterans which you want to believe in you yep. know what I mean it's from the guys at BG it's from Slay, like it's from those guys, you know, AJ and stuff like that. Every to your point, everybody's saying it, and it that's the group of guys that in a one game and done, you gotta lean on. No, you're you're 100 spot on. It was definitely all those guys, and and again, and you get other people to believe that. That okay, this is brand new, baby. Yeah, brand new party. If you're gonna believe it, I'll believe it. Because you know, guys get up more for playoffs. This the speed's another level. Right, just like the yeah. NBA, like everything just picks up a little bit. Um, but and then, I, then the other side of it, too, real quick, Tommy, is you look at our veterans, and a couple of them are on the older side. Do they want to go out with a loss, at least in the wild card round? You know no. what I mean? Is JC Kelsey want to potentially retire losing to the Bucks? In does, Brandon Graham, does Brandon Graham retire in the in a wild card? I mean, there, it looks like this season's going to end on a loss. I mean, we're not we're not blind here, right? But do you want it to be a wild card weekend or would you rather be the divisional round, right? You know what I mean? Or potentially a championship round if we're lucky. It, it, Thanks, it, Slayer. You, uh, thank you, Dead Slayer. Uh, no, no, you're right, Greg. You're right. and That, that Slayer, plays pre- a lot, too. Appreciate the super chat, Slayer. Anybody wants to help support A2D, that's, that's one way. The other way is hit the like, subscribe, and follow. That's free. So mix it in. But no, you, you're right. Like, and then you get guys to like follow that mentality and uh-huh. and that thought process, and and it, and it carries over on game day. But my offensive player of the game is easy. I already told you guys because that's who it has to be. It's got to be. And that's and that's and that's Jalen Hurts. I need I need Jalen to have his best game of the year, right? You got to be clean. Saying ain't rocket science. You know you want to get win a game in the postseason. How do you do it? Well, starts with I can't turn the football over, and and the second part is time possession. We got sustained drives. We got to stay on the. We got to stay on the field on third downs, right? We need long drives. We need. We know our defense isn't world beaters. <laughs> we know their offense has some players, so we don't really want to play that game. So our best way to defense to that is what? Well, let's sustain drives. Yep. Let's be clean. Let's make the right decisions, and let's go on those two drives. <laughs> Let's let's defer the football for once, or I'm sorry. Let's accept the football for once. Yeah, that, that's that's annoying. Like that like never it, it, it hasn't worked at home. It hasn't worked for you in like a like a like a minute, right? So uh-huh. like like part of me as a coach is like I'm a I'm weird with baseball, right, Greg? Yeah. Because most guys want home in tournament style. And I'm like, I'll defer. People yeah. are like, what do you mean? I'm like, because I want to hit first. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? I, I want come you up to, and bang, I want bang, you bang. to chase me from Jump Street. Yeah, like I, I want to lead off double, right? And then the pressure's on you right away. And the butthole tightens up. Especially like early games. Like you give me an 8 a.m., man, we're going to go swing it. Yeah, we're hit. Yeah. We're going to go hit. <laughs> so it's like, you know, it's the same thing. Like change it up, though. But if we're not hitting, then guess what I'm doing? Then I'm yep. accepting. Like this is the point. Like I'm not even coaching pro sports. Like if we ain't hitting <laughs> and we're not producing in the first inning, then we got to change something. Because those little changes 
change the, the complexity in the course of a football game or a baseball game. They can't, right? It's like, oh, we went, we shut them down one through three. Now we're up. No man shifted. Oh, we went on a drive and got seven. Right? Like it, it, it's one on one. Like, I, I, I that, that's unbelievable to me, honestly. That's like fireball. You know, you're talking about fireball. Like, yeah, bro, you good down there? Nick. Like, if I'm Jeffrey, like, Nick. I mean, we're good. We'll receive. <laughs> but that's a T-shirt in him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure I'm going to see Nick. You know, I'll see Nick again this winter. So, it's hard to, like, guys watching his son play ball. You know, it's hard to be like, yo, what would you think about Maybe Make sure he gets one. I do want to get it. I do think it should be a pick and, and a T. Because he would rock the T. Yeah. But I got to give him a go one. You know what I mean, I gotta yeah. give him. A, I gotta give him a good one. I'm gonna get him a good one. I got. We got. We got some good ones on our site, hudmerch.com. So, if you guys want to support the brand, that's how you can do it. So yeah, Jalen throws for 300 in the rain. I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? 270. Like you know, he's around 270. But I'll just say combined, he'll combine for two touchdowns and and no turnovers. So, set yet. so I feel like that's a game where like that's good enough to win. 234 is his over under. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Always oh, wrong, bro. It's amazing. Like you're always wrong. Like it's, it's like impossible to do. It's actually a great trait. Like you're always wrong the first they, time. Because uh, I saw I saw the second. <laughs> Second one, and I assumed it was Jalen. It's just the first time. Always wrong first time, but he gets it right. Yeah. He's got he redeems himself every time. Might take a couple minutes, but we will get the right answer tonight. Nobody panic. We've been through Google and DraftKings before with Greg or yeah, Bet US, wherever he's on. Coming. Yeah, that's where I'm going somewhere different. So. Ember certificate. Cotton ball said, I mean cotton ball. We we got found the youth with BG defensive part of the game. Why? 238. Out. I wasn't far off. 238. 238. On some sites. That's slow, that's off, man. That's awful better. Imagine your franchise quarterback's over under is 238. Baker's was 234. Could mm-hmm. have to do with the possible weather that's coming through, though. It could be. It could be. But I still have a problem with like the low. I mean, I wanna, I wanna Yeah, I mean, you got you know. Yeah, I want that Roger. I want darts being tossed. You know, I want to I want to walk in the 300. Yeah, I I want to walk into 300. You know, I want Carson's arm strength on Jalen. And it's perfect. We just like <laughs> cut off his arm, put it on Jalen. Zip. I need some zippity do that. Remember Carson's first ball ever? Yeah. I was, I was, I was hard as a rock. It was like a preseason game and he freaking threw an app on it. And I was like, yeah, that's like Rogers dart, babe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah Rogers dart. And then and in the first game of the year, he checked out of something. Remember? <laughs> And it was like you, I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know which one made you harder. That the the check or the dart? <laughs> I was just walking around like, Land, don't mind me. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm not asking for nothing. It's about him. <laughs> Take care of it later. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. But listen, Jalen's a competitor, baby. So I'll never take that away from him. But now, is it two thirty eight because he's got a freaking bad paw? I mean, we haven't talked about that. 
well, his he has not been throwing for a whole lot of yards either. He's been very inconsistent the second half of the year. God, we might have to start Mariota. There's a lot of games he didn't reach 200. Could you imagine Mariota has to get into this game? Oh, I, can don't I can That's... imagine a lot of scenarios. So and we win. Let's not, let's not start throwing that out there. Okay? I love it because like then I was create so much controversy from idiots. <laughs> you know, like idiots will rush in and be like, "I told you, Mariota was better. You shouldn't have signed him. <laughs> Chip was smart. Chip knew what he was doing. Chip knew what he was doing." <laughs> <laughs> Should have traded Fletcher. <laughs> Chip did have a good comment on the uh, how to fix the NCAA, though. I will give him that. He, he did, did. He did. He did. But let's not get carried away. I don't mind Chip. I'm not like anti-Chip. I'm not either. Yeah. Uh, the Marco Murray is. But he's a loser anyway. Yeah. We could smell that for a mile away. Oh, my God. And why did we sign a guy with like 300 carries the year before? Like, No. <laughs> That's a guy who's tired now. Why are we signing him? Unless we're putting him in like a freaking bubble for a year. And then we got him running freaking like jet sweeps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I mean, you know what's amazing is like, and we talk about our, our our play calling. Like, when we can sit home on a couch and be like, bro, I got more designs in my brain right now than you guys are even showing. Like, what do we, do we run crosses? Do we run any type of stuff to like, you know why we don't? Because when they do, they work. So they were like, yeah, we got to throw them out. <laughs> we gained 12 no, we yards throw, on that. Yep, we throw 50-50 balls because we're looking for P.I. <laughs> Imagine saying that out loud. You can think that all you want, and that can legit be your reasoning, but you can't say that out loud. Oh, yeah, well, you know, we just figured we'd just launch it up there. What are you talking about, bro? Just throwing YOLO balls. Yeah, is that like, a t-shirt? Nick Nick Foles all again, all over again. Nick Yo-Yo. Like, what are we talking about? Oh, God, that's a that's a thing if I'm an owner. I come down right in the presser, and I just get my beak wet in the mic. Like, he didn't mean that. <laughs> he was joking. JK, yeah. LOL. Yeah, he's like, or am I like, that's an accident. <laughs> oh, morons. All right, who do you guys got? Offensive player of the game. Uh, I'm going to go DeAndre Swift. That kind of sense, yeah. Baker, career year in passing yards, he's going to have a he's gonna throw for 280 plus in this ball game. Yeah, you don't got to tell me, bro. You don't got to tell me. Not about for nothing. I, he he saved his life. He saved his career. But he was always a good like, player. He saved his career. He was always a good player. Cleveland's the that, worst place to be for a quarterback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, one hundred percent. For a I lot of that, reasons too, like nobody yeah. talks about, like the win. Nothing to do in Cleveland either. No, well, that, that yeah, well, that's not where I'm going. I'm going to certain places that are hard to play quarterback in, and that's one of them because of the wind off the lake you get in the yeah. winter time. Like, well, it's not a place to build a stadium. These idiots build stadiums by bodies of water. What are we doing? Well, then the other thing too. The other thing is, he's, then he gets sent to Carolina, which we found out what a train wreck Carolina was, and it wasn't because of him. And, you know, I, I thought he put up pretty good numbers in L.A. for the time he was there. I was but he had that, to back up staff. That was That's another started, one where it was well, good. He took Cleveland to their only playoff performance in how long, right? So it's not like he didn't take the Browns to the playoffs because he playoffs. did. So, I mean, no, he's listen, he's turned his career air court around, right? Yeah. For sure. You know, I don't know if we ever live up to the building of a number one pick, but that's not really always on the player. You know, if you stick around and you're a starter and you revitalize your career, like I think 
you deserve a lot of credit for your mocks and your toughness, right? Some things we thought he had, which have shown, right? Your mental fortitude to keep working, keep grinding. So, I mean, fuck Baker this week, but let's go. Mox talk. I mean, he does that mox. We don't have to ever question that. I don't. I don't disagree. I mean, I've seen more emotion out of Baker in like two weeks than I've seen out of Jalen his whole career. So, and that doesn't mean Jalen doesn't have mocks. It's just there's different types of mocks, right? There's quiet assassins and then there's vocal assassins per se. I'm not saying either one's an assassin. <laughs> I'm just, I don't know. It's late. <laughs> there you guys got offensive player of the game. And then defense, we'll just try to pick somebody from the stands. Uh, cool I'll say off. I think that Chris Godwin kills us in the slot, but I think that they're. Field goal kicker is like McGoughlin or whatever. I think he's oh gonna kick God, like here we go. I think he's kicking well, yeah, like a lot of field goals. 19 point score, so he needs yeah. a field goal. I kicker. think it's a field goal. Guys just booting. Yeah, I think it's I think both teams are saying, okay, we're gonna get killed between the twenties and we have to give up lesser touchdowns. I think whoever plays better in the red zone is gonna win this game. That's, that's my prediction. That's four field goals, right? And like, I don't four. I don't believe in the creativity yeah. that we haven't seen all year, even when we were winning, to be able to, you know, go on the road. I don't care where it is, and design enough in the red zone. Plus the struggles with Jalen and all that we've already mentioned. I don't think we have enough to score enough points to win the game. So yeah, uh, their field goal kickers gonna be kicking a Tampa International all night. So that's fun. Remember, you had Baker, Blake. Who do you got? Well, it's funny, uh, Luke mentioned that about the, you know, uh, the kickers and stuff. Because that's who I'm picking. I'm going to go with uh, Jake Elliott, our kicker. But at least you have the right kicker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Defensively, who's got because the goggles? Because we, no, I was just going to say because with the score I picked, 1916. Yeah, I think that's just the way it's going to be. I just think it's just going to be a, a field goal type of game, and that's why Jake Elliott's going to be uh, my offensive player. Jakey Poo. Yeah. Defensively, who's got the best sign in Tampa? Uh, Vita Vey is pretty good. Yeah, I'm, I'm, going going Antoine, there. I'm going Antoine Winfield as the uh, defensive player of the game here. I think we get a pick six. This guy. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I, I've always picked against the Eagles, but I was never like this, like – into oh yeah we're gonna pick sixes i was just picking random dudes i mean my man has a whole game plan listen listen i'm just going by what i've seen and secondly if i'm this down on it and then they win i feel like i'll be that much more excited that they surprised me hey i told you the way you go through life little of us i'm setting the bar greg i'm setting the bar so goddamn low it's it's like you wouldn't have to jump you could just do a little step over. Buddy. There you go. Me not jump. It's good for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh... Go ahead, guys. If you guys have yours, go ahead. I'll go with Devin White on some. I saw someone mention the comments. You talk about blitzing. I think he'll get home twice as a linebacker through the middle of our offensive line. So I guess I'll go with him to be my defense player. Blake, Greg. Yeah, I'm gonna go because uh, you know, you know, he hasn't uh, 
hasn't really been like, you know, his name hasn't really been mentioned like the last few games. So I'm going to go Jalen Carr. I think he uh, has a bounce back game. He had a great game the last time week three in Tampa was main majority of the reason why, you know, we, you know, which led us to win that game with his pressure. So I think uh, Jalen Carter uh, comes back with a monster game this week. I like that. Uh, I'm going to go Mr. Sweat. Give me a two sack game from from the Josh Sweat. Yep, hasn't hasn't had one in eight weeks. No, he so. hasn't. <laughs> Would be convenient. Thought, so you're saying he's due? I thought you were giving us the Scott Holder, by the way, for a second. <laughs> you would. <laughs> Stefano, we just actually just went through all that. They're playing possum. Like you can rewind it. I think like probably like twenty five minutes. Probably yeah, probably around 30, 30 minutes or so. Thirty minutes ago, we were talking about all that. So dive in. We some of us think it's a good possibility and others know. So it's like a, it's like a sweat panel in terms of that, but it's a great, it's a great question, brother. Thanks for the comment. I, <laughs> I used to say back in the day, like I want to hear Fletcher's Cox name a million times. <laughs> Remember those days? <sighs> Who's our highest paid defensive player? Is it Darius? Pick your boy. Yeah, pick your boy. Dar, which go Darius? With, go with Darius. Which my boy. Darius? <laughs> Darius like gets a pick six. Let's go. That would be huge. Or just a freaking turnover. <laughs> that would also be huge. Could it be a fumble pops up into his lap? I would like to see his. I would like to hear Hassan Reddick name a hundred times though, and not like, coverage either. Yeah, 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 like I mean, I don't care about that <laughs> because, like, in reality, if start dropping not, him back in coverage, can I, dude. Can it's I just over. Say, can I just say something real quick, please, so we understand the game of football for years? This isn't a new concept. This has been going on since like Clyde Simmons and Reggie White. I'm not telling you by saying that that I agree with it. I'm just explaining that it's not new. What feels new? Like, why are we doing that? It's stupid. But Nobody it said so- it's new. It's just atrocious to take your best guy going not- towards the quarterback listen, and have honey, him going think- away from the quarterback. Listen, so babe, you assume I was talking to you. I'm talking to people who may not know it's not new. That's what I'm talking to. You took, took uh, like I was coming at you because we were talking. No, I'm saying in general. A lot you of you've been talking think- about that for two weeks. Yeah, it's not a new <laughs> concept. It's just a stupid concept. <laughs> like, if I got a guy that double digits in sacks and he's only one of two players that have 11 plus sacks in the last four years, hey, hey, I need you to go get that guy. So, I don't know if you were doing it because, again, you were trying to make up for your linebackers being atrocious. I don't know, right? I don't know the reason their thought process is besides like teams want to get the ball out quick and them trying to stop that. But what I do know is I watched a, a lesser pass rush, a worse pass rush. Than, than you had before. So knowing well, that, like, guess what? I'm going to need Sweaty, who stinks out loud, and I'm going to need Hassan to get after the quarterback. Well, that's almost that's almost part of my 25% that tells me there could be some, like, ploy or possum. Let's show Hassan the last two weeks off in the coverage for 7 to 12 times in a game. And then playoff wise, just boom, pound them at the quarterback and just screw him. Like that's that's one part of that twenty five percent that says maybe there is some trickery going on right now. Like I, maybe it's wishful thinking to think that Matt Patricia is not that dumb. We'll find out. 
but that actually falls into my 25%. No, no. And listen, listen, it's fair, right? Like you were, you were showing something different to try it to see if it worked. You find out it doesn't. And now you go after it with a different approach. And now they scheme for something a little bit different. But you run it the second week, but you run it the second week again, making them think, all right, they're going to think that this is like what I'm going to be running now as the play caller. Then we come in and we start going after. I hope. Trump, I'm being optimistic. Because if you if you take that even a step further, I can't believe we're going here. But if you take it even a step further, right? Patricia's coming in, no training camp, right? No OTAs. You can't. You can't. You know, go back and do them again. So you're trying to things on the fly, and you know yes, you're going up works. against, and you're going up against lesser opponents also, right? So you're hoping even if it doesn't work once or twice, it's not going to cost you the game. Well, unfortunately for the Eagles, of course it did, but you might be on to something. I might be at 75% now. Right. But, but even though it didn't work, right, now because that's what he's ran since he's been in that spot, that other team's going to say, okay, this is part of his defense. Yeah. When actuality it's not. Maybe it's like the trickery, the, the mind effery that we talk about. Hmm. Yeah. My thing All with right. that is even if you want to try doing that, you're a doofus because I watch, you know, modern day, <laughs> modern day, NFL, I watch Aiden Hutchinson and TJ Watt, your top dog that is a primary position in this league that gets after the quarterback pass rusher. I'd never see them do that. Not once. I don't TJ even see it back. attempted. TJ drops. TJ I was going to let, let you go with TJ drops. I'm TJ just drops. saying. They, I just, in a, because listen, they're in a defense I don't like. They're in a 3-4 three, three, style. Yeah. They're in a 3-4 style defense, which is atrocious to begin with. So that's a story for another day, but in three, four concepts, they do that, which I don't agree with, but that's part of the design in that, in that style of D again, completely not a fan of, to your point. Like yeah. how many sacks does TJ Watt have? If he never drops back, <laughs> right? How many sacks does Hassan have or pressures or a possible turnover? If he's not dropping back, how many times do they guys, do, do, do those guys drop back and it creates a turnover on your end or a negative play. So, they're the things you have to factor in, but at the end of the day, I don't need to see it Monday night anymore, right? For sure. And the whole reason they do that is because they're afraid of him, of him to get doubled. For me, I'm cool with him getting doubled. That's why I paid Pet, uh, Fletcher Cox and Josh Sweat. It ain't coming anywhere else, so they got to win, and they're not. Winning. I do like I do like Mark's comment in here. Mark uh, Schmeckel says it also makes no sense because Reddick was an off-the-ball linebacker coming out of college, and he stunk it up, which is why they switched him to be a primary pass rusher. <laughs> yeah, which he still is, right? But, again, I think we all agree we don't even drop him back. I hope so, Dead Slayer. Well, I mean, he absolutely does. I mean, listen, yeah. as much as I smoke him at times, I mean, at the end of the day, he's the number one corner in this league. So, you get a guy back like that, that's a huge win, man. That ain't, even, like, that ain't even up for debate how big of a win that is. Now, that doesn't stop your your inability to stop the run. You know what I mean? But it does help you in the passing game. Absolutely, guys. I mean, come on. Let's let's be let's be fair. I, I'm always fair. Like, the same, I think Darius Slay doesn't help us. Is, is Not saying Slayers said that, but, like, even a guy like me who smokes him sometimes. Come on. He cleans a lot up back there. Uh, Greg says he believes Jalen Carter will get two sacks. All right. Giddy up, Greg. Love it, brother. All right, let's get through this slate of games real quick. All right, just fire away. We'll fire away at the, at the wild card round, and we'll call it a night before it gets way later than we wanted it to be. Um, and I apologize for that. Uh, so, uh, you, got, you got it? 
I mean, unless you have it, I don't care. Yeah, right. Cleveland minus two and a half at Houston, 44 and a half. Well, the Browns Cleveland. defense is like the best in football, so give me the Browns. Great defense is travel. Agreed. Yeah, and I, and I, you know, I was completely wrong on CJ Stroud, and I'm glad to be wrong because you know he seems like a really good kid too. Uh, but yeah, give me, the, give me the, give me the, give uh, me the, the Browns. On the other Browns. side of that too, Greg, one of our own. At one point, love seeing D'Amico Ryan's do such a great job there in Houston. Yeah, yeah, no, no, it's a great, absolutely, well deserved opportunity, and he's done a great job in that down there. So good for him. The other Who's two next? guys want to make a pick. Yeah, I'm with uh, I'm going to go with the Browns as well. Yep, give me the points too. All right, uh, Miami or Kansas City minus four and a half hosting the Miami Dolphins. Forty-four is the over/under. Tyreek Hill revenge game. Yeah, I think there's Miami some, has. A there's some great storylines. There is, great man. That's why we had to go through it. I was so tired. I'm like, I really don't want to do this, but we got it. <laughs> no, I mean, there really is. The Sean Watson Bowl, even though he's not playing. <laughs> <laughs> and you got you got Ty, yeah, the Tyreek revenge game. I caught 15 passes from Flacco one day. You know what I mean? <laughs> a lot of, of storylines. Yeah, I, I, I got to go Miami here and with the points as well. Martian, you guys said we were unprofessional early on. You remember the chat? Unprofessional. We weren't on on time. Even though Tom got, Tom got rear-ended. Got going 50, it felt like. Um, you know, what do you think? We ain't gonna finish the job here. Let's make sure we make that clear. Re ended, rear ended car to car here. Okay, no, we were just gonna let it go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you guys want to think I dabble, then that's on you. <laughs> like he, he eats their own. And I'm just not, you know, I that, uh, that hole's closed. That's an exit only, you know. <laughs> but I mean, listen, go. you can have it open. It's not, you know, I'm not mad at you. <laughs> I would go Miami. Sorry, I, had I like clarify. the uh, the fall of Andy Reid is uh, is a fun one to watch. Shut up, dude. Why would you? Like, that's like, you're an asshole. Why would you? Why would you? Why would you want to see him fail though? Because like, it's fun. It's fun. It's yes. fun. Why? What did he do to you? He didn't win. You a lot of Gregory. He won you a lot of football games that he did back. You sure he changed your organization and I we, back then? And we called him Daddy. All right. So I didn't call him Daddy. Well, you're a fraud. Anybody who won here, you didn't, you didn't, you didn't like. I can make you, you, really you're a rich co-tight Ray Rose. <laughs> I can make a really mean comment about, but we're gonna stay, we're gonna stay kosher here. No, make uh, a mean comment. No, it's, it's, his kids don't even call him daddy. <laughs> well, that's oh, fine. Oh. Yeah, that's true. That's true. You're, you're a problem, and that may or may not be true. One hundred percent true. <laughs> Great coach. Uh, I'll go with the Chiefs. I think it's supposed to be the coldest weather game the Dolphins have played in. I don't some crazy stat yeah, about cold that's the game's gonna be. That's a yep. storyline, Luke. Yep. Uh, and, yeah, and to me, uh the main thing is is I get it how bad he's looked. Oh, he's keeping the main thing the main thing. Yep. This yeah, kind of stuff like now too. This kind of stuff really uh you know hits home with me. Like Tom Brady in those games where they maybe they didn't win Super Bowls. He still didn't lose at home to a team like this. I, I'm assuming Mahomes will do enough to win the game in the cold weather at home. I refuse to pick against him at home, especially against a team that seems to always fall apart in the playoffs. So 
I will take the Chiefs in that cold. Miami always goes. They've been. They haven't been to the playoffs. No. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. But it seems like <laughs> when it matters, they kind of just. I think the last time they were in the playoffs, Chad Pennington was their quarterback. Well, they they were in it last year and almost pulled off a massive upset with the uh, backup quarterback last season. But yeah, I'm going with uh, the Chiefs in the cold weather game. Yeah, and I'm going to uh, I'm going to take the Chiefs as well because. Uh, I agree with uh, Luke as well. Like, I think with the cold weather and stuff, I think I think that's really going to affect Miami's game. And I like my homes uh, at home, so give me the Chiefs. All right, first game on Sunday: uh, Buffalo minus ten hosting the Pittsburgh Steelers. Thirty-six is the over/under. On Steelers cover, and that's what they do, probably. No T.J. Watt though. No TJ Watt. No TJ Watt. And uh MCL or, or something. Oh, dude, yeah, they just he's... hang they just hang in shit. <laughs> they just hang around in shit. Buffalo's they, a weird they team. They normally too. do. I, and Buffalo's I... weird. Well, Buffalo plays down the people. Yeah. They, they always have. So they're gonna play down the and Buffalo wins. But I would like if you're betting, I'm taking Pittsburgh in that game. Me too. This guy think they hang around it. They don't win it, but they're just in it. You know, there's it's just coaches. I, yeah, I see this game. I, I'm kind of with you in a sense. Like, I see this game as being a one-score game or it's a complete blowout. Yeah, yeah, it's one of two. It's one of two. Like, there's, there's no in-between. Uh, and I'm going to go with the complete blowout. I, I want, you know, it's kind of – I want Pittsburgh to get blown out because to Mike Tomlin's credit, I don't know how they're here. It's crazy. It's unbelievable. Don't yeah. know how they're here. Slayer, thanks for super chat, brother. And he goes, he doesn't buy into the weather factor. 13 Eagles versus Saints and Breezeways Park. I agree. Both teams are playing in cold weather. We act like we act like because one team lives in like an area that that gives them an advantage. If it's freaking cold like that, it ain't that ain't kosher for nobody. <laughs> I don't care. It ain't I don't care. That ain't that ain't weather for like that's this toughness weather. Like we act like because these guys play in Miami. That their college wasn't cold, or they, like, we act like they never played in cold weather. Or other teams yeah. they played for didn't play in cold. Yeah, it's not like oh, you've had the same group for five years. <laughs> Tyreek like, played all... in Kansas City. Yeah, exactly. So like, you got guys that are familiar enough with the cold. Like, I ain't worried about that. Like, I think when you talk about Miami, I think it needs to be brought up, especially this season alone. They went on the road at. Uh, Buffalo and got absolutely destroyed because Buffalo said cold weather game divisional opponent. I'm gonna pound it down your throat, and they couldn't do anything about it. And they went to Kansas City and the offense scored 14 points. So I'm not. Sh- I don't know. I think there's something to be said with it with Miami teams because no, it's such I mean, an I, advantage I the it. other way. I get it. I just think some of those things are meant to be broken when like it seems too easy. Right. That's all. Things like easy cheese. But now go ahead, Greg. Blake, you go. Uh yeah, so I'm gonna um what is it? Buffalo Pittsburgh. Is that the one ten. we're picking up? Yep. Minus okay, 10. yeah. Minus ten. Uh yeah, I'm gonna go with Buffalo on that one. I think Buffalo wins by three touchdowns. I don't think it's even close. Hey Luke, right. to your to your point, Miami almost beat Buffalo with their third string quarterback last year in the wild card game. Yep, you're right. Uh, next game on Sunday, Dallas minus seven and a half to the Green Bay Packers. That's a one o'clock in the morning response. 
Back. Over, <laughs> over under 50 and a half. I'm not going to get it in this way. You're right. <laughs> I got a 9 a.m. tomorrow. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Get through. What was the game, Greg? Dallas minus seven and a half, hosting Green Bay 50 and a half. Green Bay covers that. I'm Blake said Dallas. it. Packers win. Packers I, 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 win. I, I wanted more to happen than anything. Yes. Uh, I, but I, uh, I'm going Dallas. They're really good. I'm out. Home. Yeah. Cool story. Yeah. See, yeah, I want to be wrong. <laughs> Trust me. Yeah. Good at home. Night, night. Because <laughs> if we're Dak. wrong, we, we don't see Sam Fred next week. Hey-o! Exactly. Dak doesn't throw a lot of picks. Oh, now he does. <laughs> Listen, Blake said it. it, it Packers, is- Packers and Rams win. You know where, you know where divisional games come. Yep. And it is. It is funny how this year, every time a quarterback or a player has been hyped up in a week, they throw a shit burger that weekend. Yep. See that? <laughs> Who else? Who's next? All right, I guess I'll Come go. On, fire um, away. Let's go. All right. I guess I'll go. Um, regarding this game, um, I think everybody fails to realize that Dallas has not beaten Green Bay the last few times in the playoffs. Now, granted – I know those were different teams. I think the streak's going to continue. I think Green Bay's going to go in. They're going to upset them. I think Dallas is going wild card weekend. Bye-bye, Dallas. Packers in an upset. All right, let's I'd, go. I'd love Talk to see if to they me. don't – Yeah, I'd love to see if they don't got Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre and them back there. Jordan Love's a cool prospect and all, but I think they're going to win by, like, 50 at home. I don't even think it's going to be close. He has statistically been, I think, the best quarterback since week 11. Yeah, no, he's definitely played great. I think the playoffs are a different animal, and beating them at home is not an easy task ever. Oh, I think Dallas is going to smoke them. Yeah. I don't even think it's going to be close. All right, cool. What's the next one? Detroit <laughs> minus three, hosting Matt Stafford and the Rams, 51 and a half. I'll go last. Go ahead, guys. Money got- line, Rams. Book it. Yeah, I got staff. I think Stafford wins this game. I, I might even do like an alt spread and make the Rams the favorite in this game. I really like the Rams in this game. I think Stafford is is going to break the hearts of. Sorry, Don Don, if you're still here, brother. I, I think, think you're. I think Don Don will accept it. If he's maybe. a true Lions fan. He probably still roots for Stafford. Oh, but you don't. I don't know if he accepted again. I don't think he's got that no. from this week. Yeah. Was he the poster boy? <laughs> That's a that's a heartbreaker. If Stafford's the one that takes you out, your first playoff appearance after all those years, and he's already got a ring. <laughs> that really hurts. See who wins the trade. All right, is that it? Everybody no. else, maybe everybody, everyone, out, everybody went. Yeah, I'll um, I'm, I I I I agree with uh, you guys as well that I think uh, I think the Rams are going to go in and upset them as well. So. I'm going to take the Rams. Yeah, I'll go with the Rams, and it's because Dan Campbell does not have a feel for life sometimes. He's kind of too aggressive sometimes, and I think he'll make a you know, brain-dead call like he did in Dallas. I don't care how bad you got screwed over. You went for it like four different times. God was telling you it wasn't going to happen that day, and he still went for it. So I'll I'll take Matt Stafford in the revenge game too. All right, I'll take the um, I'll, I'll be the guy who takes the Lions then. Uh, and then that comes to us Eagles minus three over Tampa Bay. 
uh, well, 44. We already did that. Yep, we did it. So, great show, boys. Monday night. We'll see you on a post game Monday night. Following the Eagles game. So, that's where you'll you'll catch agree, disagree. And uh, Happy birthday, we'll Hollis, by the way. Happy birthday to Hollis Thomas. You can catch him tomorrow night, 5 p.m. with Irvin Fryer vetted on HUD Radio. And then Friday morning, Cromer and the Blue Meanie. Friday, 11 a.m., they're going to be doing some Eagles talk. So there's some more Eagles coverage for you. And like I said, Sunday, you're not going to get agree, disagree, but we'll be we'll be seeing you afterwards on Monday night. And Luke, obviously, like Mondays, you know, we expect to see you. Um, hopefully after a win. So we'll have a lot to talk about. Oh, man, it could be really fiery Monday night, or it could be a lot of love. We're going <laughs> to find out. But we appreciate every one of you. It's been HUD Wednesday nights for Chrome, Luke, Blake, Greg, um, Tom. We hope everybody enjoys our, our, our new rollout here. We're going to be rolling out some new shows um, within the next month. So stay tuned. Hit the like, subscribe, follow, and most importantly, go Birds. We love you. And Joel B, please get healthy.